500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said i'm mad i must eradicate piracy injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me so evil doers will believe that this man cannot die the phantom the ghost who walks the enemies beware the phantom's always there but you won't find the phantom he finds G'day everybody, and for those who are coming in late, you're listening to Expand the Phantom Podcast. This is episode 121, Supernova 2019. My name is Jermaine, and tonight I am joined by Dan. How are good, you, mate? Good, Jermaine. It's, um, it's been a bit of an experience uh, going to Supernova over the last couple of years, and I just can't wait to... This will be my third Supernova, a Sydney experience, I suppose. You must be yes. coming up to... Are you double digits? I... Oh, I, I reckon this will be... Yeah, I reckon you might be right. I reckon this might be my double digits. Oh, so um, there you go. <laughs> We, yeah. we should we should do something to commemorate ten years of uh, you going to Supernova. Let's record we a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got something. We might have something for ten years. Just just wait. Just wait. Um, I think we are going to have something for ten years. Watch this space. Watch this space. Uh, in traditional fashion, we're leaving it to the last moment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but we don't want to talk too much because this is going to be a mammoth podcast. I have a now, feeling, yeah. Now, the reason why this is going to be a mammoth podcast is because in the past we've done preparations for Supernova. But this year we've done something a little bit different, which well, you the, will find out about. The last couple of years it's been, like last year it was Steve's first po- yes. um, Sydney experience. The, the year before that it was my first Sydney experience, so... You know, those were sort of the theme of the podcasts those years. Um, Steve's not coming this year. Yes. Um, so I guess if people want to know what it's like to go for the first time, they should probably go and check those podcasts yes. out. Um, yes. Now, we have numbers as well. So episode 67, which is for Supernova 2017. Now, this was a good one because it had John Cookson with us. Mm. Who? So me and basically myself and John were teaching you what to be expected yeah, and of I t- Supernova. And, and I certainly felt more prepared last year than I was the year you guys talked to me. But if mm. I'd gone completely blank, um, I would have really struggled, I think, to be, to yes. be frank, because I'm not a convention guy. I'm, I'm just I'm a Phantom fan, not a comic fan and all the rest of it. So yes. um, for anyone who's in that sort of a boat, um, that would you say 67? Episode 67 was preparing yep. for Go and check that out because there was yep. heaps of things that I learned about and things that I would never have thought about, about things to bring to protect your, your comics and to protect your purchases and, and all of that sort of stuff and um, and, and what to bring and, and how to go about the weekend. So I really I really got so much out of that. Um, it, it, it was really helpful, especially if it's your first ever trip. Go and check that yes. one out. Yes. And I reckon even if it was your first, if this is your first or second, or you've only been to a couple, because every year you probably learn something different. Mm. And I think that's the one of the biggest things is that you've got to be prepared to learn and change things up a little yeah. bit. Like I remember in 2017, I didn't go to the Friday, and then 
I went to the Friday in 2018 and I was like, yeah, this is a must. You, you know, you, you have to go Friday because mm. it gives you more because there's just so much to do. Mm. Um, so the other, the other episode, which is a must to listen to, I would recommend is episode 96A. Now that was Stephen's first where you and I basically mm. told Stephen what to expect. Yeah. And so. You know, it, it was another good episode. So those two episodes are the ones to listen to He's if you're a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might have something to do with the fact that we didn't get any sleep with his snoring. And, so we, <laughs> and didn't let him forget about it. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't want him back. Um, <laughs> and, and look, no. if, you, if you're interested in, in the what you might be able to expect 96b i guess is the recording of all of what happened at supernova last yes. year so um you know 96a and 67 will get you prepared 96b gives you some idea um about what it what it could be like so there's um a lot of podcasts to listen to if you're interested but um you probably should listen to this one first i hope yes yes now we're not going to spend time on that because we're going to be talking with basically creators who are going to be at the convention. And we figure that's probably a little bit more important than us rehashing it. Hmm. So before we talk to them, I just want to quickly, quickly talk about a couple of other things. So um, I'm just going to change it a little bit. I'm going to move that to the end. Um, now, if you um, – basically, if you are going to the event, there is a special Facebook messenger group for Sydney chat where people talk about all stuff for the weekend. Now we started this last year and it still goes on to this day. And I think there's been probably about another 50 messages tonight. Um, so if you are interested in, if you're going on the weekend and you want to know when to meet up with people and stuff like that, this is the place to do it because that's where we, discuss where we're going to meet and stuff like that. So if you're interested in doing that, message either myself, uh, Jermaine Parker, or Dan, Dan Fraser, on Messenger or email or or whatever, and Crow we will join you. at gmail.com if, if that's yes. your poison. Yep. And we will add you to the Facebook Messenger group, and then that way you, you know what's kind of going on. Now, some of the stuff that's going on is Friday night we meet at the McCure Pub, which is generally around 6 or 7 p.m., and it kind of goes to normally I think it's uh, Terry Cray who's usually the last one. Um, <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to nominate him as the first one to arrive. So. <laughs> yeah, he's usually there by about 2 o'clock. G'day, Terry. He's usually the, he's usually <laughs> the last one. Um, and then the other one is the Saturday meetup at 1 p.m. where we basically meet at the free booth and then we wander over to a cafe. Now, there is a Facebook event for that. Um, if you go to our uh, Facebook page at uh, chroniclechamber.com phantom fan page, it'll be there. Um, and you can basically, that's where we'll be, you know, and there's some stuff there. And so go follow that be interested or attend to that. Basically, the Saturday meetup is open for everyone, uh, same as Friday night, and it's just basically we just kind of catch up and have lunch, have a bit of a break, and then we go back and do it all over again. Now, there is one other meetup, and that's a Saturday night, which is, if you've listened to any of these podcasts, mm. you will have heard about it a lot, and that is 
the Lee Fork members, or is it Lee Fork? Lee Fork yeah. Memorial Bengala Explorers Club dinner. Club. Yes, I always get the M mixed up, whether it's members or memorial. Um, so this is an invite only. So um, it's a little bit different in the sense that you have to be a member of the Olympic or the Lee Fort Memorial Bengals Explorers Club. Now, they're, they're great, um, but like I said, you know, there's no tickets you can go and purchase on Ticket Tet or or anything like that. Um, so I just want people to be aware of that. Yeah. That, that um, said, if, if people are really keen, once again, yes. email us at chroniclechamber at gmail.com and we can put you in touch with um, the right people, I guess. We can, we can add you to the, uh, the email list and, and you can find out information about that way. Um, with, by the time this comes out, there's probably less than a week to go to the dinner, so I'm not expecting many people to hear this for the first time and go, right, I'm going to the dinner. Maybe if you're lucky enough to live in Sydney and, and can make those plans at a short notice, you can do that. But um, the podcasts are eternal. If you're listening to this um, later in 2019 or even early 2020 or, or whenever it is, um, hit us up at chroniclechamber at gmail.com and we can help you um, attend one of the future dinners, if not this one. Mm. And we're, we're not... We don't organise these events either, no, so we don't have, um, <laughs> you know, they're organised by much smarter, much more professional people than us. Correct. <laughs> um, and But they're brilliant. They've been, there's been 30-odd dinners uh, going around for 20-odd, maybe 25 years, hmm. um, and, and they're amazing. They're great fun. Um, like, you know, and it, to be honest... My wife has enjoyed going to them, and she's not a fan of a fan. And there's a lot of partners that go to it and enjoy it. And then there's non-phantom people that go and enjoy it as well. Um, so if you are interested in that, have, also have a look at some of our past articles and stuff as well, and it, it will be good. Now, the most important part of this episode, apart from listening to me, is listening to the creators. Now, we have Gosh, quite far, a lot of How creators. far down the list am I? <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing if I can throw that in there. <laughs> uh, um, so we've got a whole bunch of creators. Should we mention who the creators are? Oh, look, I think people will have seen them through the show notes, but obviously we've tried to talk to um, some of the bigger ones. Jeff Weigel is, is going to be the first cab off mm. the rank. We were really excited that he was... Happy to talk to us um, about his plans coming across from America. A whole bunch of local artists. And the good thing is, um, and, and look, there, there's still some we may yet talk to who we're hoping to before um, we actually edit the whole thing together. The good thing <laughs> is, I think there's a, there's a range of artists from yes. um, some, some of the more experienced ones, people who have been to a few supernovas, right through to people who are, are coming to their first ever supernova um, and they're coming as a fru artist, let alone as um, yes. uh, a fru cover artist, let alone as just a, a fan who's getting along. So it's a really eclectic and interesting mix. And, um, oh, look, it's, we can say it because it's in the show notes already. Really excited to talk to Glenn Ford at the uh, conclusion or towards the end of this podcast um, to find out what's going to be available. The good thing is that as people go through, and, and we'll probably refer to this at the end again, but the good thing is that a lot of the people who we talk to actually mention, Jeff certainly does, Glenn certainly does, the things that they are going to have for sale. Um, mm. at there, so we can do a little bit of pre-planning and a bit of thinking about 
um, what we might want to start targeting and also they give us some prices so how much we can um, well well it's too late to start saving now but how much we we think we're going to go into, go into debt but uh, yeah no it, it, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, hearing again from everybody so Awesome. So there are timestamps if you only want to listen to certain people. There are timestamps in the show notes. So do that. Uh, it'll also be on the website and also on your podcast player as well. So without further dribble from the two of us, let's get into listening to these creators, eh? All right. And so first uh, person we're going to talk to is Jeff. How you going, Jeff? That's such uh, it. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey Jeff. So, so Jeff for people <laughs> is Jeff Weigel, current Sunday. Uh, we read, uh, do you want to redo it then? Okay, we'll redo it. Then. All right, scrap that. that was, no, the, I just uh, felt like that was a little underwhelming the, uh, for such a special a guest. A bit underwhelming. Okay. All right. Uh, three, two, one. And so our first guest that we're going to be talking to is probably the most special guest of Supernova. Uh, 2019. Forget all the other uh, big shot uh, people that who cares what shot TV shows they don't, attend. Don't even to. care what Game of Thrones star or what Marvel yeah. actor is turning up. Who cares? Or that's yeah. We're more <laughs> important. We're what we're excited about is the fact that we're getting the current Phantom Sunday artist will be visiting our shores. Uh, and we've already met Jeff Weigel in a past uh, podcast. Uh, whoa, how long ago was that? About a year and a half ago, maybe? I mean, two. So, um, yeah, maybe two. So Jeff Weigel has been doing Phantom Stories for a couple of years now, and he is going to be the guest at the Free Booth for Supernova in Sydney, but also in Perth. And he's also going to be the special guest at the Olympic Dinner or the Lee Fork Memorial Bangala Explorers Club Dinner as well. So, Jeff, welcome. Hi, hi. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> no, thank, thank you for... No, we're very excited to talk to you, Jeff, because um, the, this podcast is going to go out about a week before the Supernova weekend, and it's going to be a really good way for, for people to um, start sort of whet the appetite for... Um, those yes. of, those who can get you uh, who can get there um, to to meet you and have a chat and all the rest of it. So yeah, very excited to to hear about your plans and um, you know sort of get excited for next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about it anyway. Yeah, so I'm assuming this will be the first time you've come to Australia. Uh, yep, sure is. Yeah, uh, in fact, it's it's practically the first time I've been out of the United States. I, I had a short trip to uh, Italy, I don't know, about uh, 12 years back, maybe, business, uh, back when I was a graphic designer. Uh, yeah. And well, I was, actually, a year and a half ago, I was in Mexico, too. But uh, Australia is certainly, the, well, it's virtually the opposite side of the planet from where I live. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I, there's, there's no way I can go further unless I, I book a Start coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are you? Are you? You're sh- Jermaine and I are going down on Friday, and at most coming back on Monday. Um, I assume you're you're staying for a bit longer than that, then. Uh, yeah, actually, we're coming in uh, a little while earlier. Well, we're coming in the weekend before Supernova because we're going to Cairns to see um, uh, the Great Barrier Reef. There's 
going as well, oh, well. making the trip. Yep. Yeah. So we got a few vacation days before the, the convention, and then we'll come into Sydney after we spend a little time there, and uh, then uh, the following weekend it's over to Perth for their leg of Supernova. Yes. You'll like Perth. It's God's country. <laughs> but if he's been to yeah, Cairns and seen, if he's if he's seen Cairns and the Great Barrier Reef, then Perth is just going to be an afterthought on the trip. But did you know that there's <laughs> this reef called the Lewin Current that's actually bigger than the Great Barrier Reef and has more uh, like more reef, more species, and everything like that? Really, where is that? Over in Perth, like I said, God's country. <laughs> oh really? Um, so no, so it's it's, <laughs> it's a little bit of a little bit of banter between uh, people who live in two opposite sides of the country. <laughs> so as as we discussed in the uh, as the intro, uh, we've we've t- we've caught up before um, when you first started doing um, uh, the Sunday strip. Um, yeah, how's life treated you since we've last talked to you? Pardon, say that last part again. How sorry? How has life treated you since we last talked? Oh, very well, I think. Uh, I'm really enjoying working on the Phantom, and I'm uh, the Sundays, and also I've been doing a little work for through for upcoming books. Well, you yep. guys have already seen the Hero Complex. Yes, you yes. Know, the Duncan Monroe story, that's already come out, and uh, I do believe that Glenn Ford and his guys are going to have the story that I wrote and illustrated uh, printed in time for Supernova. Okay. Oh, wow. Plus, he's got, he's got an issue. Uh, I'm not sure when it's coming out. If it's maybe coming out soon or after or before. I'm not sure which, but I did the cover for it. It's a reprint, I think, of a, a story about a pirate named Black Love. Yes. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's the uh, supernova issue. So what the, what they've done, what Fru have done in the last couple of years, Jeff, is that they've um, had the uh, the newspaper version, uh, sorry, the news agent, the standard version of a comic, and, and we it's been advertised in the the last comic over here that that will be Black Glove, but they've also had a special supernova cover, um, which is a um, you know only available. Well, initially only available at Supernova, then it goes on the website, but doesn't go on general public sale. So um, maybe there's huh. maybe that's something to with, with what they're doing. Okay, yeah, sounds like you guys have more of a scoop than I do about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that that's a scoop. That's that's what they've been doing the last couple of years. Maybe, but but maybe Glenn didn't mention that uh, that's part of his plans <laughs> for the image. <laughs> so there'll be yeah. plenty of stuff for you to sign, though. That's the important one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, good. Yeah, anyway, those things should be floating around the convention by the time I get there. And yep. uh, so I'm happy to, to sign virtually anything that anybody brings up to me. So. Excellent. Well, I'll certainly, I'll be certainly bringing my um, copy of Hero Complex because uh, of that of that book because I'll be wanting to get your signature on that. And um, Duncan Munro, I'm sure, will make an appearance at some point um, somewhere. I have had confirmation that he will be. In Sydney. There you go. So he's a bit of a man so, of mystery, old Duncan. Okay. So it's good to yeah. actually be able to nail him down and say, right, he's going to be here at that time. So. Yeah, 
Well, I don't know if we can go that far. I'm not sure if we can go that far, but... So carry the comic with me at all times is what you're saying? That's it. I think if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for the comic to be signed by both of the guys, you've got to have to hold, have the comic with you. So when you see Duncan, and he's a man of mystery, you don't know what type of disguise he's going to be wearing, you might uh, quickly get the signature because he might not be there in the next hour. He's a man of mystery. Very good. So can we can we talk about Hero Complex while we while we're on it? Um, the story um, that was the, the obviously your first uh, comic book Phantom story that you you've drawn. You, did you enjoy the experience of doing that? Uh, I did. Um, it's nice to go back to the comic book format because it's a lot freer in how you can tell mm. the story. Uh, from you know the Sunday format is so strict mm. yeah. in terms of some of the panels and numbers of panels and and the configuration of them. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so it was nice to get back to the comic book format where that's a little more freeform and you can sort of design the pages as you see fit. Um, so so, uh, so uh, I always like that. Oh, no, I was just going to ask that. Uh, so Duncan wasn't so prescriptive in his script that um, you you had to draw this panel and that panel and that sort of thing. You you had that um, freedom to interpret it. He he did uh, for the most part. I followed his script, but every once in a while, uh, as I actually as I do in the Sundays, not very not as often, but I will decide that uh, you know something would be better as two panels instead of one. Or and of course on the comic book page, he may say it's going to be six panels on a page, but it's up to me to decide how to distribute those six panels mm. and what to give more room to and what to give less room. To, yeah, sure. Things like that. So how much so, exactly? And that was one of the reasons. Oh, go on. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to write my own after I finished here <laughs> complex was because. Uh, I like the idea of making those sorts of storytelling decisions about you know, how many panels on a page and what they're going to show. And mm. That's even like less prescribed as I decide how to tell the story. So, mm. yeah, I think that was going to be a question if we were I probably all going to ask. Own, when, when I do my own stories, I actually don't have a script. I, I have the story, but I'll actually thumbnail out the whole all the visuals in the story without any uh, word balloons oh, wow. written okay. ahead of time. So that I'm sure that the, the pictures are telling the story clearly. So that's an even more freeform process than if uh, you handed a script from yeah. you know, so, another way. So does that mean you would um, have less dialogue then because you've the, the pictures are telling the story by themselves? No, no, not really. Not some, I don't think... It, it makes for less dialogue, but what it does is it makes me tell the story with the visuals, and then as I add word balloons after the page has been designed, uh, I'm sure that way of what I can leave out in terms of dialogue. And mm. um, so it's... Uh, it's just a comic book artist thing where we like to tell as much of the story with the pictures as possible, mm, yeah. and the the bird balloons are just there to sort of augment things. Yeah, just uh, it's to try and sort of prevent that whole Silver Age thing of, you know, in the old comics from the 60s and 50s and before that, it was 
always there with the caption at the top of the balloon that said, uh, and now our hero reports to the police detectives. And then he'll, they'll show him walking into the police detective's office, and then he'll be saying, uh, I'm here to talk to you, police detectives. <laughs> so it's very repetitive. You said it three times, yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, wow. yeah. so just back to to Hero Complex specifically, I'm interested to know, yeah. um, well, exactly how um, how much Duncan paid you to make sure that the Sammy J cameos were in there in terms <laughs> of the the Sammy J bar that was there, um, but also no, in all seriousness, the like. The, the bartender is obviously based on a friend of Duncan's and, and friend of um, the right. podcast, Sammy J, the Australian comedian. Um, how much did he send you in terms of pictorial references? Um, how many photos of him? You know, and from how far away, which telephoto lens uh, was was he using to get these sneaky photos to you? <laughs> yeah, no, not a lot. In fact, when I got the script, I didn't know who Duncan was sure. or his association with the character. I was just told it was like a first-time script from a first-time writer. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't know anything about this sort of Sammy J stuff uh, or the hero complex uh, monologue that he does or any of that thing. And um, the I think Glenn Ford did, I hope I'm getting the details of this right because it, it was a few months back now, but he did send, say that uh, that bartender character was somebody specific, and he sent me a couple of photos. But again, I still didn't know who the photos were of. Oh, Glenn yeah. or, You know what the connection? Yeah, and so I just got, I think maybe two or three photos uh, of the guy, uh, and um, I, like I said, I had no idea who he was. But I said, okay, yeah, I can do that. And, and uh, there was some reference to making sure that there was a sign that said Sammy J's uh, Bar and Grill or whatever it says outside the, the entrance of that bar. And, you know, I didn't know what that meant either. I didn't even know that Sammy J was the guy whose photos had been sent to me. All right. So uh, have I you... think I sort of found out after the fact, uh, after I had drawn those pages, if I remember right, I think maybe one of you guys, I think maybe it was Jermaine, but I'm not positive. It sent me a link yeah. to his, his show. And all of a sudden, all the pieces sort of fell together. And I was like, oh, now I know what I'm doing. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so, you, so you have watched the show since? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was, I think it was shortly after I had drawn those pages, but uh, before I had finished the whole story. Okay, I cool. remember right. Nice. Oh, I'm, I'm glad it helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Sammy has a sort of, he has a great face for comics too. It's, you know, it's very, uh, he's got that comics face that's very, uh, by comedy, I mean like stand-up comics face that's very sort of elastic and expressive. And so he made for a good comic book character. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, I'm, he does listen to this, and so I'm sure we'll be chuffed to hear that. So <laughs> he, he, he's currently doing a, a, a national tour of Australia, so he won't be in Sydney, unfortunately. But uh, the show that he's touring has got um, a number of characters that he that he does um, at the moment. So uh, you, you're right about that elastic or expressive face because mm. it, it moulds into lots of different characters that he's doing at the moment. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I think last time we talked, you were finishing up your own graphic novel. Uh, will, will you be having some copies of that um, when you come to Australia as well? You know, I'm not sure. I'm, I might bring a few just because a few people have asked me about it, but I can't bring too many because I'm going to make my luggage too heavy. I suspect I'm <laughs> yeah. try and bring 20 copies. So I might bring five or so. Yeah. People ask me. Yeah, it's, it'll be like selling over the under the counter, you know, contraband. You'll have to ask me for it, and uh, I'll probably. In a brown paper bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So with your short run of Sundays, you've uh, you, you finished the what was the first one again? I can't remember. Paul, um, what was the, it? The Phantom the is everywhere. Up, is it the yeah? yeah the Phantom is everywhere. The then you've got Sunday. Uh, then you got the Rat Must Die and Little Detective. Um, which one would you say that um, is kind of like your favourite? And like, how did, how are you going with the Sundays? Are you finding your groove or well, at, at this point, I, I was really sort of figuring out what the hell I was doing on um, uh, the, the first story that I picked up from Terry. Yeah. And uh, I had made what I regard as a lot of mistakes in that, you know, first half of story and uh, really sort of found my sea legs. And then as soon as I started The Rat Must Die, uh, you know, with that very first Sunday strip, I was like, okay, now I'm firing on all cylinders. Now I think I've got it. And I was yeah. really happy with the way the story turned out. Uh, I really loved doing those scenes down in the uh, down in the um, sewers mm. and inside the caves and things like that. Uh, it's an opportunity to use lots of black and shadow. Uh, mm. It's really one of my favorite things. And um, I really felt like I started to figure out what the heck I was doing uh, across the course of that story. Mm. So um, that right now, that one's my yeah. favorite. Right. Well, I, I, I must... noticed that your, um, sorry, Dan, I, no, I noticed that your style has probably become more of your own in the Ratman style as well. That's what, I'm, from my untrained eye, I've kind of noticed that your style has yeah, come out a lot more since then. Well, you know, in the in the earliest story, the the, the earliest half story, I was still trying to figure out Phantom's personality because it had been a long time since I had read his adventures. Since, uh, yeah. since I moved away from my hometown paper, I hadn't seen it in a long time, <clears throat> and uh, so I was making little mistakes, or what I regard as little mistakes, in in depicting the Phantom those first bunch of weeks when he showed up in the strip. Uh, and it slowly dawned on me little subtle things like, you know, the, his hood should come down pretty close to his, it's not, it doesn't match his hairline. It's supposed to come down pretty close to his mask. Uh, oh. Little subtle things like that make a lot of difference in whether it looks like the Phantom or whether it looks like a guy who's never seen the Phantom before is drawing it <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was doing it the wrong way. Plus, uh, things about his expression, too, you know, probably making his face a little bit too emotive during fight scenes with grimaces and things like that. And it, I think uh, Tony sort of subtly hinted, you know, he would write in his scripts, you know, remember he's, you know, very stoic 
all through these sorts of things. He doesn't show a lot of emotion. And hmm. just remember, he, the thing he always brought up was we folk used to describe him as this sort of Roman statue come to life who was very stoic. And uh, I, I just said, oh, yeah, he's slowly hinting at me that Phantom <laughs> is grimacing so much when punches a guy. Hmm. So, And I'm still working on getting a handle on on his personality. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I must say, it's, it's only three, um, I think three, maybe four um, strips old, um, the, the current story that uh, that you've started, uh, the free Avar front, I think. I, I assume you've, you. I don't know how far through it you, you actually are, but um, I really enjoyed the start of this story, and the fandom hasn't even appeared yet, but... Um, the, yeah, I'm really enjoying the way that this has started. So um, I, I agree, the Rat Must Die was fantastic in terms of all of the, the shadow, and there, there was some criticism as to um, how long it took to go through the, the sewers and that sort of thing from some fans, but yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just really enjoyed the, that journey. The little detective who disappeared um, was... Uh, I really enjoyed the... It was um, fun. It was a fun story, and I really enjoyed the the back to front nature of the telling of that story. was was good mm-hmm. as well, um, and that was another cameo that you managed to slip into, or, or managed. Or I, I'm not sure how how did. Can you tell us the story of how that happened? The Alf Grunberg and his granddaughter actually appearing in um, the little detective who disappeared. That was something that Tony set up. He asked me if I'd object to doing that. Uh, I, of course, I didn't know who else was, uh, but Tony obviously did. And so he sent me, you know, he mentioned that he would like to include him in the story and made sure that that was okay with me. And I said, sure, that's fine. And he sent me a bunch of photos of them, and they just appeared that one week. Mm. My only regret about that one was that uh, <clears throat> I did that that particular strip digitally and afterwards they contacted me and said they wanted to buy that artwork and I said oh no I'm sorry I, I didn't uh, I didn't do it in any form that you can buy I did it on my iPad so uh, it would have been nice for them to have that in hand but uh, I didn't think ahead far enough on that yeah. so, so what sort of percentage are you doing digitally and um, uh, on paper so are you 50-50? Are you more digital? Because you were certainly all digital last time we spoke. Uh, yeah, when, when last time we spoke, I was doing it all digital. And uh, then when plans were set for me to come to Supernova this year, uh, originally they had contacted me in, oh, it was like, I want to say February or something like that. Uh, of last year to come to last year's supernova yeah and that would be great except i thought you know what the the thing is i'm i've been doing the strip digitally i don't have any artwork to give anybody or to sell to anybody and so we made plans i said you know how about the year after this one and i'll start doing these things on paper and then i'll have accumulated a bunch of them that uh, people Mm. can look at and buy they're interested at the convention, and that way I'll have plenty of time to like put together a bunch of stuff, so that I'm not just a guy sitting at the table with nothing on it. Mm. Yeah. And they they said that was a good idea, so I started doing them all on crystal board with ink. Um, but the the free Avar front, as soon as that storyline started, I knew that those were more or less going to run after 
supernova was over. And so I went back to digital for that. And I've mm-hmm. done virtually all of those uh, on digital again. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, okay. Okay. And, and especially in weeks where Phantom doesn't appear in the strip, then yeah. I almost always will do that uh, digitally because I just find it more convenient and there's not much market for original yeah. artists. Phantom's not showing yeah. on the page. Yeah, that's fair. So, right. so I, I have noticed that a few people have contacted you and, and purchased um, pages ahead of time and, and, and even have received them and are showing them off on their brag boards on Facebook and that sort of thing. So, uh, um, you know, from, from someone who's going to Supernova, if, if someone's going and, and doesn't already have a piece of Jeff Weigel uh, phantom artwork. What are, uh, how much are you bringing? What, you know, I, I guess, um, are you just bringing original artwork? Have you got some prints coming up as well? What, if we go to the Jeff Weigel table at Supernova, what are we likely to see spread out there um, that we are going to hand over money for? <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, four different images that will, that I have prints made of that will be available to people. And uh, I also have uh, I have I don't have the count, but maybe a dozen or so Sunday strips are still available for for being bought that haven't been reserved already. There's probably half a dozen of them that have someone's name on them already. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> plus, I have the Hero Complex story. Actually, Duncan wants to buy the whole Hero Complex. The whole thing. So Bloody Duncan. <laughs> Come on, Duncan. That's not right, Duncan. <laughs> Yeah, didn't your mum ever tell you how to share? <laughs> Must have been an only child, Duncan. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll also have the pages of the story that I wrote available for sale, too. So. Oh, cool. And those aren't reserved for anybody just yet. And, and of course, haven't been seen by anybody yet. So. No, yeah. I've got a, a plenty of stuff to, to put out on the table. Yeah, cool. So, can awesome. we? what size are the prints that you're going to have there? Uh, they're 11 by 17 inches. I'm not sure what that is in terms <laughs> for you guys. Uh, um, I'm just trying to... Is, is that like a... Well, can, do you, can we talk in terms of A4, A3, A2? Are they... Um, whereabouts do they fit in that? Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think A3 uh, It's just a little bit smaller than A3. It's what we call tabloid over here. Okay. And I think okay, if yeah. I remember right, A3 is like uh, 18 by 13 and these are 11 by 17, so they're a little bit smaller. Yeah, okay. Cool. But they're still a pretty decent size. Right. So yeah. I, so you, you're getting those printed up over there and bringing them with you rather than getting them printed here and picking them up sort of thing? Yes, so they're already printed. They're all yep. sitting in a portfolio. They're ready to go into a suitcase. Cool. So. Right, you're going to need a suitcase just for everything you bring over. Also have for, for what it's worth, uh, I, uh, I will also have, for people that don't want to spring for a full Sunday, I do have my pencil layouts for all the digital strips that I've done that I'll be selling oh. for much, much cheaper, than, much, much more affordable. Of okay. course, they're not really finished art. But, mm. but, uh, if anybody wants an original piece of artwork, uh, those things will be very affordable for folks. And uh, they come with... For, for each one of these things, when I sell it, I not only include like the thumbnail, which is just a few inches wide, um, where I planned out the page to an 11 by 17 actual pencil layout of the thing, and also a, a little color uh, printout 
of what the finished strip ended up looking like. So those things are oh, wow. sort of the oh. set that I'm selling. So, so hmm. having that all framed up together would look pretty cool, I reckon. Uh, well, well, yeah, I, yeah, I, I suppose so. Sure, we'll say it will. <laughs> <laughs> so without wanting to put you on the spot, are you able to tell us a price or a price range for the original artwork for the prints? And... Uh, yeah. In fact, I've, I've got a list right here. I'm just trying to make up my mind about. So this is in Australian dollars. I converted everything to Australian dollars and sort of rounded it up. So uh, Sunday originals, I'll be asking 400, uh, which is actually a little bit off the price that I've been uh, selling them for through the mail. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm rounding it to the nearest Australian unit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, prints are going to be 35 of your dollars. Mm-hmm. And, those, and you said there's uh, four of those. Guesses. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. There's two. Two of them are. Just prints of Sunday strips that I was pretty happy with, and uh, the two others are actually sort of pinups of Phantom and Devil and Hero. Okay. Okay. Nice. And uh, let's see the the roughs that I described, uh, the sort of rough layouts for Sunday strips that were eventually executed digitally. Uh, those are like fifteen dollars for that set that I talked about. Oh wow, wow. that's those that's pretty affordable. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Um... I think I think you're def- that's a great idea for people who like the idea of art but might not be able to afford the um, um, the, the, final, the the larger the finished, yeah the yeah. final amount. Yeah. yeah. So for those who buy the original Sundays, and I will admit, I'm asking for myself here. Um, <laughs> you're not even going to try and hide behind the for a friend. <laughs> For a friend, asking for a friend. Um, the so if you buy a Sunday, will the can you also buy the like the what do you call it the the thumbs the and stuff like that the roughs? Oh, it, it comes with it. It comes with it. Okay, that's a set too. If you buy a okay. Sunday and you start, you'll also get the layout and the thumbnail and a, and a color print too. Oh, cool. That that's a really nice package. That's a really good way of putting yeah. it together. Yeah, well, you know, those other items, are it doesn't cost me anything because they already exist. And, you know, just the reason I, I decided to try and see if there was, if people were interested in that was because, uh, you know, as I was sorting through things to go to a Chicago comic book convention a few months back, I was figuring out what to take along and what to sell and all that kind of stuff. And I had all these layouts that I had done for the digital strips. Mm. And I actually just picked them all up and threw them in my wastebasket at that point. So then I, there's no use in keeping these things around. And they sat in there for a day or so, and I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll take them along and see if anybody's interested in them. And if if they're not, then I can I can throw them away after the fact. Yeah. And sure enough, some collector came along and just bought the whole stack of them that day. And I said, <laughs> oh, well, I guess there are people that are interested in this. And yeah. So I'll be bringing those along, and uh, like I said, because they're for me, it's it's just stuff that's sort of unfinished and um, uh, stuff that I would just get rid of anyway as part of you know the process that that wasn't the end product. Uh, I'm happy to just sell them for a little bit and let people, you know, own them for not much money. 
That's um, almost the very definition of one man's trash is another man's treasure, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how it works, yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, also said... That, oh, sorry. Other items I'll have is like if I'm selling comic book pages, like uh, yeah, uh, for the the Fru Phantom story that I did, those will be a hundred dollars. And oh, I'll wow. also have that the artwork for that uh, that Christmas cover mm. with all the Phantom characters on it from a while back. That one's a little bit more. I'm asking five fifty for that. Uh, yeah, and we'll see I'll, if anybody wants mm. to purchase that. I reckon you'll sell that before Supernova as soon as this podcast goes out. I think someone will message you when they hear that and go... (laughs) (laughs) So you got you got one one opportunity. Do you want to... Should we raise a little bit and edit that last little bit I'm now starting to think, do we we make an offer before we publish the podcast? (laughs) Yeah, 550. anybody, Anybody that wants to sort of reserve anything, uh, can feel free to message me or email me or whatever, and I will. You know, I'm holding things for people and just slapping a little sticker with people's names on them uh, when they when they've made prearrangements to for any particular Sunday script. So. Oh, that's really good of you. I'm taking this mm. one. Yeah, I've got one reserved as well. One that so, I'm very chuffed mm-hmm. about. So is uh, yeah. is Duncan also got his fingers on the Hero Complex um, cover artwork? Um, I, I believe, yes, that, I believe that's part of the package. I remember now, for sure. Yes, it is. And, of course, I gave him a break, too. As the writer, he got a pretty good deal on, on that whole set of things. So. I think he might have spent all of the money that he might have got paid for fruit, by fruit for the story, uh, and then some. <laughs> uh, good on him. No, it, it, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. We joke, but uh, it... it uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's awesome. It, that's a nice story, and, and that's how it should be. And I'm pretty sure he's that, a um, friend of ours, so yeah. yeah, we give him a bit of stick and stuff. And I and I do feel sure that a couple of those pages, uh, a couple, a select couple of those pages, might find their way onto um, the the walls of one um, Australian comedian um, who's uh, had got that connection <laughs> with Duncan too. So yes, that's cool. Yes, uh, see, and that's, that's another regret that I have because the the pages. With Sammy J and then we're done digitally too because at the time I didn't know like I ah, didn't know oh. who he was. <laughs> yeah, it didn't occur to me that he might want those things or anything like that. So uh, that's another mistake I made on that that story was doing it that way because yeah, I'm sure he would have treasured having the, the original artwork. I just don't have anything to to give him on that. Yeah, fair enough. These these things happen. Very good. Um, well, now what I should do is make. That reminds me, though, I'm going to make full-size prints of those so that he has copies of that. Yeah, cool. I'm just going to write a note. Cool, cool. So, so we've got um, some cover art, we've got some Sunday art, we've got prints, the um, uh, the roughs, um, the the your trade paper back in a brown paper bag underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> Have we have we missed anything? I don't think so. Well, uh, no, I don't think so. Cool. You know, I've been debating. I, I'm right now. I'm leaning against doing convention sketches. Yeah. I may change my mind about that, but I really, uh, it's difficult for me to draw in public like that because I have to to do actual artwork on paper. 
I have to sort of take off my glasses and get really close to it. And that's a, a sort of an uncomfortable way to spend the weekend yeah. bent over a convention table, eight inches mm. of paper. Yeah, and, you, and you're not really engaging with the public then either, are you? So, Yeah, you want to enjoy yourself. Would you, would you take commissions if people said, here's, um, you know, here's, a, here's a sketch cover, could you do this to, for me and send it back later, that sort of stuff? I would, yeah, but I wouldn't do them until I got back home. Yeah. Because uh, a big part of what I'm doing there is vacation with my wife, too. And so I, yeah. I don't want to be sequestered a hotel room in the evenings. Uh, no. I kind of do conventions. And, and even the craziest fan of fan wouldn't uh, wish that upon you, I would, yeah. I would have thought, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of guys do that, though. I mean, when it goes comic book conventions, a lot of guys take commissions and then they end up in their hotel room in the evenings trying to fill them all. And oh, really? uh, I just don't. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think that's not an uncommon thing. Yeah, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's so, understandable. Yeah, no, fair enough. If if I was so um, I'm a teacher. The last thing I would want to do if I was on holiday in America is take my marking and spend my time <laughs> up in the motel room marking English essays and uh, going over rough drafts and all the rest of it. So no, I completely understand that you're on holiday. So um, if you can sell some yeah. stuff, fantastic. If you can take some uh, you know uh, orders for work home with you, then that's sensational as well. But uh, yeah, while you're over here, we hope that you. Have a have a fantastic time and um, are are able to spend some quality time uh, with your wife as well and, and and enjoy some of what Australia has to offer outside of the convention circuit as well. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to that part of the trip. Hmm. So, have you got? Um, so you you told us about Brisbane uh, or the Gold Coast doing uh, well, far north um, Queensland, Jim. That's two and a half thousand kilometres away. Well, that's nothing in WA, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talked about like visiting the Great Barrier Reef. Do you have any other uh, excursions or um, areas that you'll that you're excited about visiting or, or seeing in Australia? Um, I, nothing real. No real specific plans. Uh, uh, we understand there's uh, like a national park, uh, the Blue Mountains outside of Sydney. Yep. Yeah. And talking about going up there. Oh. Uh, and uh, also, when I, I talked to Terry Beatty uh, just to sort of get the scoop on his experience when he made the trip. Yeah. And he mentioned there was a, an illustrator's museum up in that neck of the woods, too, that he really yes. recommended. The name of the illustrator escapes me right now. But uh, If you're going so up into the... Uh, if you're going up into the Blue Mountains, there is a... Um, there's a statue of the uh, a phantom. Massive, a massive phantom statue that is up there somewhere. I'll send you the link to it. We, we, really? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about two or three years ago that went up um, by – it was um, commissioned and made by um, some phantom artists who oh, – oh, some, sorry, some local Australian artists who love the phantom and, and sent a phantom art show around Australia. And um, it, it's up there somewhere. I'll send you the address. Um, the uh-huh. name is escaping yeah, me right now, but it's up in the Blue Mountains. I definitely want to see that, yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of that sort of thing, I discovered recently that uh, the original phantom artist, Ray Moore, was a St. Louis native, which is, you know, the area that I live in. I live just across the Mississippi River on the Illinois side. But, you know, St. Louis is really 10 miles from where I live. And over there, 
there's a nature preserve park that he and his wife donated mm. uh, because I guess well, he being a phantom artist paid pretty well back then in, in the 1930s. And so they mm. accumulated that property. And now there's like a, I think it's uh, called, you know, phantom park. I yeah, I think it's the there, phantom I, forest. Yeah, it might be. I can't remember the name of it, but I, um, I think I saw mention of it on Facebook. It's the first time I had heard of it. And, uh, so I looked it up, and uh, yeah, sure enough, it's over there. And I need—I have to get over there sometime and take a look and see what it looks like. Mm. It's uh, the the one in Australia is in Lorella. I'll um, I'll send you links to the um, to the town and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, if, if you, I mean if you're up in the Blue Mountains anyway, um, it, it is probably an hour or two um, travel out of Sydney, but uh, but that's just around the corner in Australia. It absolutely is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If that puts you off, then you shouldn't be coming to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's everything's long distance. Like from Sydney to Perth, you're basically travelling from one side of America to another. Right, right. It's very yeah. long distance. We noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're not exactly sure how we're going to be getting around. I'm a little t- intimidated by the idea, idea of driving because you guys drive on the offsite. Opposite side of the roads from what we're used to. Yeah, we do and that. I'm afraid I'd make a driving error if I tried to to uh, do that. Uh, so I'm hoping there are buses or something or another that will be able to take us around to some of these places that we want to see. I guess we'll find out when we get there. Perth's public transport isn't very good. Um, <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard you say something that is not very good. Other than the postage times, it's the first time I've ever heard you say something negative about Western Australia. <laughs> but um, if you if you get stuck if you get stuck um, uh, if you get stuck at your hotel room in Perth or something and you need to go see something, uh, give us a bell and I can um, I'll, I'll drive you around or something like that. Okay, okay. I'll keep but that I think from sure I remember. Yeah, I remember talking to Alex, and I think they, um, when he came over donkeys Alex years ago, yeah, Alex Saviuk, and they actually, like, would take him out to, like, the national parks and Caversham Park, um, Kings Park, and, and would actually take, I think they even took him to Rottnest Island as well. So I think they'd look after you while you're over in, in Perth and Sydney and stuff. But, yeah, if you get stuck, let us know, because you don't want to be all the way over in Perth and stuck in a hotel room. Yeah, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Now, just to just to go back to Phantom and the, and the Sunday Strip just for a little bit, um, one of the things that you've instigated, Jeff, is the uh, idea yes. of a new title um, strip or a new, a new title image um, for every yeah. mm-hmm. new story. Um, can you, can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about that, how you came to the, the idea and um, implementing that? Uh, well, part of my rationale for that was as my conception of how to depict the character evolved across the course of working on the strip, I didn't want to be stuck with that original interpretation that I might not be <laughs> yeah. entirely So I, I sort of welcomed the opportunity to, to renew that vision of him every time a new story started up. And plus, I figured guys like you would get a kick out of it, too. Mm. Uh you know, I'm really trying to do 
my very best work with this strip. You know, I I understand fans' enthusiasm for the character, and as far as I'm concerned, this is the golden opportunity of my career to be able to work on something like this. And so <clears throat> I'm happy to not cut corners and things like that, and and just try and throw in added value wherever I can. And, uh, you know, doing a new title panel each time is just one of the ways that I, I try and do that, try and give it everything I've got, you know. Mm. And as a matter yeah. of fact, uh, I'll be starting a new story that the Free Avar Print I'm doing the roughs for right now and should probably finish up the roughs for it uh, next week because then I can load them onto my iPad and work on the last few strips of that story uh, on airplanes and things like that when I'm traveling in the next few weeks. Yeah, right. And uh, practically by the time I get home, uh, the new story will be starting up and I'll have to do a new title panel for that too. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I think the new title panel should be uh, the Phantom maybe at the, at the Great Barrier Reef or uh, at the Sydney Harbour Bridge or <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Australia. I'd love a little bit of local flavor. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll tell you. I'll give you a hint about that story. Is that your idea for a title panel would not be entirely inappropriate for the story? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Okay. That's got me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's got me thinking as well. So it, it could be a, a, a case of art imitation, imitating life. I'm sorry, say again. Oh, sorry for cutting you off. I was going to say, is it a case of art imitating life? Uh, well, uh, I will tell you that it's going to be mostly a historical phantom tale. So we're going back in time to an earlier phantom for most of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, yeah, a uh, large part of it's going to take place in Australia. Oh, wow. wow. That's really exciting. Wow. Yeah, Good. that is very exciting. Okay. Sidebar, Jermaine, is this, is, could this be the first time the newspaper strip has yep. had the Phantom come to Australia? I think so. Yep, first time in Australia. He's well, only been in Australia in a couple of Fru stories yeah. and then in two Egmont stories. Yeah. And then in New Zealand in one of the stories as well, which we discussed with our yeah. creator, David yeah. um, Bishop. So, well, that's a, yeah. That's very well. So this, so now, what you're telling us is that uh, this is actually a tax write-off. This trip, because it's uh, research <laughs> for your new strip. Is that right? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I'm not paying for a lot of this trip myself, so it doesn't matter to me whether it's a tax write-off. <laughs> <laughs> well, without knowing, and I'm not, I'm not going to probe, and, and I wouldn't expect you to tell us, but without knowing where it's set in and around Australia. Um, if you do get a chance to drop in at Uluru um, or Ayers Rock or, or however you're aware of it, in the middle of Australia, sort of exactly halfway between Sydney and Perth, that's a pretty <laughs> sensational um, thing to visit as well. I'm not sure what your trip allows for. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, look, there's there's so much to see down here. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a spectacular place, you know. My wife and I had been watching nature shows about Australia <laughs> uh, in the last few months, and uh, there's just so much that would be terrific to see. Uh, I'm sure we won't get to see any of it, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just be, be nice careful of the drop bears. 
Um, Jeff, just speak. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, yeah, my, my, at least half of my time will be spent in the convention hall, I'm sure, yeah. while I'm there. Yeah. But I, I guess the good thing is you've got a couple of days, or there's about four or five days between Sydney and Perth as well, so a bit of time to recover right. and, uh, as well. Um, I guess one of the da- uh, most dangerous things in Australia would be the drop bears, so just be careful of those. <laughs> the drop bears. The drop bears. I do not know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we'll, we'll let you Google that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, these bears that drop down on you from out of trees. Is that what we're talking about here? Right here yeah, bears. yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, three rows of teeth and uh, vicious fangs. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> oh, it's a hoax and contemporary. Okay. <laughs> well, I will certainly... I, I've, got, I've got a special anti-drop bear hat that I wear. <laughs> that, that's I why wear we wear those hats with corks on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, uh, Dan, you got any other questions? Um, uh, I uh, do, but I think we'll, I, I'm looking forward yeah. to asking them in person in, um, you know, when, when we get to see Jeff at uh, Supernova. Um, I guess we did talk about the, the Leaf Hawk dinner briefly. I'm, look, I'm really looking forward yes. to being able to see you and, and, and hear from you at the Leaf Hawk dinner. You are doing the, the uh, some sort of speech or um, verbal presentation yeah. there, Jeff, yeah? Um, yep. We've already That's seen... True. The the original artwork um, has been sent around. I think I think you even posted it on Facebook, but we've certainly seen it sent around in the email group yeah. for people who are attending the Leaf Hawk dinner. So um, that's such a fantastic donation that is going mm. to um, I, I would hope raise a, a ton of money for the kids at the Westmead Hospital as well. Um, so looking forward to seeing that in in person. I, I doubt that I'll be able to bid what it takes to buy that one but uh, looking forward to seeing it for, for the evening um, yeah have you heard much about the dinner and, and what that's going to involve uh, not too much I know that I'm supposed to give a speech for like 15-20 minutes and uh, I know that I can't dress like a bum and, <laughs> it's uh, not the Birdsville pub the <laughs> there you go you should go to Birdsville while you're here <laughs> where is Birdsville? It's about 10, 12 hours uh, drive west of where I live, so uh, <laughs> in the middle of middle nowhere. Middle of nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the, uh, can we ask Meow, do you have permission for us to record your speech at uh, the dinner so that we can put that on a podcast? I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, you can record it. Uh, you'll have to talk to the to the dinner organizers and, and get their permission probably, but I have yeah. no problem with that. Excellent. That's that's 50% of the permission we need, so that's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, is there anything you wanted to um, say before we let you go, or have we missed any questions? Uh, that... No, I 
beyond the fact that I'm looking forward to meeting all you guys that I correspond with on Facebook all the time. And, mm. uh, you know, I know so many people's names and I don't even know a lot of times I'm not even sure if I'm hearing from them from Australia or from Scandinavia somewhere or, or wherever, but I know that I'm going to probably be crossing paths with a lot of you guys in Australia. And I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Yeah. And well, we look forward they, to, so, so for anyone who approaches you at Supernova, we introduce ourselves by name and probably show you our profile photos so that you know who we who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, a lot of guys don't use profile photos at all. It's a picture of the Phantom. That doesn't tell me very much. About <laughs> in terms of recognizing it, so. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're we're. No, we haven't got the Phantom on ours. We've actually got ourselves in a cartoon <laughs> format that appeared in a Phantom. It appeared in <laughs> yes, we're, there's not everyone who's lucky enough to have that uh, as an option to them. So yeah, yeah, but no, you're actually, right. well, well, looking... well, Sammy J did have your drawing of him as a uh, as his profile photo for a long time, actually. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. You know, he was he was uh, quite he was I quite I have one question for you guys. Uh, nobody yeah. contacted me about panels at the convention and, and whether they're going to have me on any panels. Do you know anything about that? Or should I, <laughs> is that not something I should be expecting? Or? Haven't we, I thought we'd seen you advertised as a guest speaker. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I genuinely think we have seen that. I'm going to search it up. Oh, well, I haven't, I haven't heard anything from anybody organized with, or organizing the convention about there being any, you know, like panel discussions with me or anything like that. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm up for that sort of thing if they want to do it, but they just haven't let me know about it yet. <laughs> uh, it's Okay, I'm just reading the website now. Appearance notes. Jeff looks forward to meeting all of his fans in Sydney and Perth in June 2019. Jeff will give a Q&A panel and sign autographs throughout Friday in Sydney and on Saturday and Sunday in both <laughs> cities. Oh, so I should have thought to look on the, uh, the website the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send you this link as well so you know what you're doing. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be one of those rare occasions when I know what I'm doing there. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Well, we thank you for your time, Jeff. Um, we look okay. forward to, um, by the time when this podcast comes out, it will be about a week. Uh, so we look forward to meeting you in person. Um, in about a week's mm-hmm. time and looking over your artwork and um, and then doing quick phone calls back to our wives asking if we can extend the home loan. Um, <laughs> well, you don't need to do that yeah. now, Jim, because we've got full and frank disclosure of the prices that you'll need to be begging your wife for right now. That's right. So you can, you can pre-sell your car that way. Uh, well, my children are, are kind of annoying me at the moment. How much do you reckon I can get for them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, see, if they're annoying, then you can just forget about that college one. Just... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we're supposed to save up for a college. <laughs> uh, but no, we appreciate um, we appreciate your time. I fully believe that as soon as this goes out, that um, your free cover for the yeah, Christmas the cr- cover the Christmas will be cover. sold. 
Um, and I would probably expect a bit more of your artwork to be reserved as well as people don't want to miss out and they'll want to get in early. So uh, thank you for letting us know about that, and um, we hope that you have fun. Uh, We hope you enjoy your flight over. Uh, We hope you enjoy your holiday as well as uh, your convention, and we thank you for your time, and we thank you for coming to Australia, Um, and I'm sure we will have lots of fun um, over the next uh, couple of nights uh, in a week's time. No, I, I, I just hope the whole time over here it's nothing but happy phantoming. Well, that's yeah, that's going to be odd because the phantom barely has any presence over here in the United States. You know, the last convention I went to, people would walk by and go, "Oh yeah, phantom, I remember him," but uh, you know, he didn't really have the, the consciousness in the public that I suspect he's going to have over by you guys. So I'm sort of yeah. looking forward to seeing what it's like. Yeah, I think I remember talking to Terry when he came over here, and he, I think he said like it was the most sales in phantom art and phantom sketches and all that type of stuff that he did in like the one weekend in Sydney than he did for all his previous conventions for his phantom art. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's very similar um, for you yeah, as well. Yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, we, we won't oversell it now that we have completely oversold it. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, yeah, as we said, looking forward to seeing you soon. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, guys, and I uh, will see you in a couple of weeks. Cheers, Jeff. Thank thanks you. very much. Sure. So long. And to continue the thread of uh, chatting to a couple of creators... Um, and fans, uh, we decided to ring up our um, ring up one of our regulars or our semi regulars, <laughs> uh, Shane Foley. How are you, mate? Thank you for joining us. G'day, today. How are you tonight? No, you pretty well. good, thank you. Um, uh, it's it's been oh, about a week since we last week or two since we last talked to you. <laughs> but, um, with oh, the God, inside of yeah, time flies. <laughs> so um, so you're coming to Supernova as well. That's the plan. Missed last year. Don't want to miss it again. Yes. Yes. Well, I've got the the amount of things I've got to bring down for you to sign that you missed last year. (laughs) (laughs) So you better be there. (laughs) Have you been doing your arm exercises, your hand exercises? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You should see the difference in muscles on the arm. (laughs) You can see the the RSI bulging. (laughs) So we've talked a lot about... um, Plans and, and movement and that sort of thing. What when when do you move uh, to go down to Sydney and how long do you stay and that sort of stuff? Well, we always because my wife and I aren't very familiar with Sydney, and so we came down for I think it was two weeks in 2017, and oh, uh, we're wow. going to make a 10-day 10-day trip out of it this time. So we have yep. a little bit of a look around as well, and I get to the get to the dinner and get to the Saturday at least and get over to Fru headquarters. Everything, I've got some signing to do over there and have a chat with the blokes. Oh, so that's nice. the idea. Cool. Yeah. Nice. And so then uh, do you get any time to um, uh, take the wife on a nice little mini holiday as well? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the plan. 
that's the plan. So we get yeah. down there and uh, yeah, we we try and um, put the two together. Yeah, so it, it's not all Phantom comic related. It's Tourist, ter- Terry tourist related. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah. unlike Jermaine and I who only go to Sydney just to be in a purple haze. Um, it's nice to hear that you're able to to get out and about and do some other stuff. Now I got to pick you up yeah. there. Yeah. I heard you say uh, you've got to get across to Through HQ and do some signing of stuff. Now is that um, yep. um, the signature series comics or is there something else there that um, we should know about? <laughs> Well, they, and if you can't comment, <laughs> just say no comment. <laughs> no, well, there's all uh, like there's always the posters, you know, the um, the, um, the, folios. the folios, you know, the big yep. folios. Yeah. Um, they always have a number of those signed. You know, someone you can pay extra bucks mm. and get them all, all signed. Yep. Um, I understand there's some other books as well. I think there's more of the 70th, maybe signed versions of the 70th anniversary Ooh. book from last year. I think. Ah. I think they're going to have those. Um, beyond that, I haven't been told. So right. I can't yeah. say no comment. I don't know because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't keep it secret because I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So the the 70th trade paperback um, is one that we obviously expect to see on the on the first. I mean the other all of the trade mm-hmm. the, all three of them and maybe a fourth. Who knows? Um, who knows what Fru are doing because we don't. Um, but. <laughs> yeah. we, we assume that those will be there, um, and we haven't spoken to you about the story that you that you wrote that appeared in that jungle. Uh, not wrote, sorry, um, illustrated. Uh, jungle Love. We really oh, enjoyed that one. Jungle Love. Yes. Hmm. Well, so did I. It was. It, um, I was getting a bit tired by the end of trying to imitate somebody else's style. You know, because <laughs> I tried to be very Wilson McCoyish. And yeah. um, I look at it now, and I think, oh, I've got a few too many empty backgrounds for my liking. But I was pretty pleased <laughs> with the way it went. So. Um, you know, it, uh, yeah, and I, I, I had a ball getting all those. I know Jermaine did a little feature on finding all the all the little Easter eggy things in it. So mm. I had a ball doing that because I, I was chuffed to be asked to do the Wilson McCoy sequel because he's the one that I know most from my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though in, in many ways McCoy's era is a bit maligned sometimes, but I think there's some real gems in there. I know a lot of it. Phantom got shorter and smaller and some of the stories are hopefully some are brilliant some of the best stories mm. i think you know like the devil road and mm. stuff like that they're just superb things mm. and um my, my first ever phantom story that i really recall was the thuggies and right uh, even oh, though that's yeah. the one of the, that's one of the stories that started well and got hijacked by by lee falk having someone want to marry the family <laughs> 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 did that so often <laughs> you know i've always always said lee falk's got three plots one is a ripper, a really beauty. The next one, someone wants to marry the Phantom. The next one, someone wants to marry Diana. Then you have a ripper plot. <laughs> then you have someone wants to marry the <laughs> yeah. That's it's probably so not far off the mark, actually. <laughs> well, it's a really good. And then suddenly she says, oh, he's gorgeous at last, a man worthy of me. I go, oh, not again. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, some, superb stuff, some superb stuff in there. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I had great fun doing that, that story. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you like most about comic conventions? Oh, it'd be mainly meeting up with the with the people that love it, the people who want to talk about yeah. it, the people that, um, yeah. And actually, like I said, you know, like I, I don't get many direct comments about what I do. All I know is that the publisher will keep paying me to do them, so I'm presuming people like them. <laughs> and I know that comic artists have always worked in, well, in the past they always worked in a bit of a vacuum, and that's probably. Uh, since I'm not a social media yeah. person, that's what happens. So I get there and actually talk to people that like it, know your stuff, and it's great meeting up, you know, doing that. 
It, it really is. You know, if someone wants you to draw something in front of them, I think, oh, that's fine. I'll do that. And I'm mm. going to try and get together a good number of um, sketch covers pre-done. You know, I think the other guys yeah. are doing that, so I'll do that as mm. well and do some there and have some like that. So, uh, But, yeah, meeting up with the people, actually face-to-face talking with blokes and, mm. and the ladies, whoever, mm. you know, who <laughs> want to talk about it and ask sort of questions about it or comment on it or have suggestions and they might say i hate your new sir falcon costume good i'll take that to heart and change it back what about, um, <laughs> what about the other costume are we expecting a, a couple of comments on the other costume that you changed shadow the shadow the shadow oh well if, if people want the white coat back they, they can they can say <laughs> actually i changed i changed that at glenn's suggestion so blame him <laughs> I'm sure lots of people blame Glenn for lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Poor, yeah. Poor Glenn. Yeah. So, so you said <laughs> you're only produce a comic for us. Yeah. So you said you're only going to be there on the Saturday. Actually, at Supernova Shane, or will you be there Friday, Sunday as well? I really don't know. Um, last time I was there, I hadn't done much work, and I just had a short time slotted in. On the Saturday, yeah. if I'm asked to do the others, I will. I don't know. I really mm-hmm. don't know. I'll be in yeah. Sydney the whole time. Right. So if it comes up that it's, that it's necessary or wanted there, mm-hmm. I'll be available to it. If not, I don't mind. I'll go off somewhere else. <laughs> well, and I, I'm mind. sure Mrs. Foley's probably not going to be too upset if uh, she gets you back for a couple of days as well. Yeah, she's not much of a comic convention person. <laughs> she's not into cosplay. Right. <laughs> yeah. What what my wife when before we had kids, my wife used to come over. She used to do day spas and shopping trips while I was at the yeah. supernova. So um yeah. yeah. I was well, bleeding I money both we, both ways. We were, I think yeah, Helen did something like that while I was at the convention. Then when I went to the Phantom dinner she went with my youngest son to see Wonder Woman last time. So <laughs> right. <laughs> that was yeah. all right. <laughs> so when when you come yeah. to conventions, do, is there like a little bit of fanboy in you, or is it more just as a creator? Mainly as a creator. Now I, I used yeah. to get when they were more comic oriented. Now yeah. it's, it's much more cosplay, movie oriented, yeah. and pop culture. Yeah. Um, you know, and I have never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones or anything. So there's a lot I'm not going to know what's going on, <laughs> and I'm not into manga, and I'm not into figurines. So a lot of what's there. Isn't yeah. much. I'll have, I'll go over to the the comic bins and that. But now, after a certain amount of time, there's very little stuff that you actually are going to find in those bins. So but I'll have fun looking. But uh, yeah. it'll be more just talking talking to guys. I think that that really yeah, that's more interesting to me. Mm. Awesome. So one more question yeah. for me: If you have sure. one tip for someone who hasn't come to a Lee Fork dinner before or hasn't come to uh, like a convention that, um, before, what would that be? A tip for them? Yeah, well, just uh, yeah. Um, oh, I can easily do it for the dinner because the dinner is so phantom oriented and it is great fun and a good feed and just so good. And to look at all the things that are on display, um, it's it, it, that that is really good if you're totally phantom oriented. Um, but it'd be, it'd be the same thing. It's it's to meet up with if you don't normally meet up with people who have our own little quirky interests, you know, and and People, despite the success of movies and everything, not a great proportion of the population love comic books. And here yeah. you get together with people that do, like-minded people mm. that are not as weird as we think, or some aren't. <laughs> 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 and they love our art form, you know, because our art form yeah. is pretty 
pretty amazing and a lot of people don't get it they sort of appreciate it on the one hand but it's a different world on the other so so yeah, that, that's the only thing i can say come along and find the bit that's interesting that you like and talk to people it's great mm-hmm. cool there you go all right well, thanks very much, Shane. It's been it's been great to yeah, hear your you know um, plans for Supernova, and, and we're certainly looking forward to you know being a couple of those fanboys who are on the other side of the table and shake your hand and thank you for the work that you're doing, um, whether it is uh, through Scorpius and those stories and um, uh, what was the other one, Jungle Love that you're illustrating, but also the amount of covers that you you have produced since last time we would have seen you. And as I said, I've got uh, last year's GM cover that uh, I never did end up posting to you so I'll have to make sure I bring it along for, for your signature this year um, and oh, last year's gen- that's the one with uh, the Baroness on it the Baroness. yeah that's right yes. that's right gem- oh well you can never chant the original art for that's going on sale at the auction at the dinner oh, oh there, you there you go that was going to be my next question <laughs> is uh, have you got anything on auction at the dinner yeah that yeah. one oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. that one yeah there you go there you go. Well, that was a, a, a nice little uh, thing to sneak in at the end of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very good. Right, there you go. My kids are going to be eating baked beans for the rest of their life now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at Mr. Lardy Da. My kids can afford baked beans. <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, right, yeah, no, no, we really appreciate your um, your time um, yeah. with us tonight. Um, and we look forward to seeing you uh, next week at the uh, Supernova. <laughs> I was That's about to say this we podcast will be coming out. <laughs> I say we promise not okay. to call you again next Friday, but of course we'll probably see you in person. <laughs> oh, I thought I called you. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, good on you. Thanks, Thanks very much, guys, Shane. That's great. Cheers. Good on Thanks. you. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Okay. Bye. Our next guest is. A good friend of the Chronicle Chambers, and um, we've had to resurrect him off his deathbed from suffering from the man flu. Jamie Johnson, how are you, my friend? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling much better, thanks, Jim. That's good. <laughs> we were a little bit worried for a second there, weren't we, Dan? Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, when you asked me to do it, I didn't actually have a voice, so I said, let's see how we're doing it at the end of the weekend, so it turned out all right. <clears throat> I'm me. sure some people could argue that you wouldn't get much in anyway with uh, with Dan going on and um, and stuff like that anyway. So <laughs> we should sit, look at the percentage of the breakdown on the audio in the edit. But anyway, I should take some photos, screenshots of that one day. So you're coming, So you're coming to Supernova this year. Uh, yes, I am. I'll be at the Fru booth this year. Um, so yeah, it's looking forward to it. I don't I can't remember. This is like third or fourth year, but um, <laughs> they all kind yeah. of blur into one, don't they? Yeah, they really do. All my the memories on Facebook keep popping up, and it's just funny. They all I'm like, oh, was that that year? And I just look at it by the folios we've done or the, the gem <laughs> yeah. cup. I'm like, which gem cup was that? Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that's actually a very good way of doing. Maybe maybe all of our photos and videos, uh, Dan, that we do at Supernova this year, we should do like a you know like an Easter egg of the jam, so we know which is which. Yeah, <laughs> like holding up the the, the today's day, today's newspaper date like a hostage. Yeah, like the kidnap. <laughs> 
kidnap videos and stuff. That's a brilliant idea. Good yeah. idea, Jamie. Um, so go. talking so, about, oh, I was just going to say, talking about jam covers and folios, uh, c- can we assume that you'll be doing another one this year? Uh, yes. It's, is this fourth? I think it's fourth, right? Uh, we had the Australia, Gaslight, Femme Fatale, and then now this one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, number four. Yeah, so fourth in a row, really, I'm always very honoured. I know there's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's a very deep bench now in, in yeah. crew, and there's a lot of a lot of local talent, so it's a very, um, it's always very humbling when they ask uh, to contribute. I was, it's always a bit of fun, and it's great to see what everyone contributes. Everyone's got a very different sort of style. Um, I'm not actually sure all the artists that are on it this year. Um, Everyone seems to be quite busy and I haven't really, um, really chased that down. So I'm looking forward to seeing the final product. Well, you, Mm. you must've had your nose to the, I was going to say grindstone, but to the, to the inkwell um, over the last month or so with the, um, the board game anyway, surely. Yeah, mate, I've been, it's, it's been pretty, um, pretty, pretty hectic at the moment so i'm still i'm actually doing uh i'm actually working a day job uh saving for the wedding and uh so at (laughs) night it's basically i'm doing what i like to call a paul mason but uh, no one can do that but him Uh, so so you're getting more than three hours sleep a night are you uh barely (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know how he does it that guy uh, he's just built for speed i'm i'm Trying to keep it up, but um, if I work that fast, it's not very legible, my work. So I've got to <laughs> keep, keep to my own, stay in my lane, but I'm definitely trying to churn out more content. So, will, you be, yeah. will you be bringing some of the board game art to Supernova for us to have a look at at least? Yeah, so there'll be I'll, – I'll bring stuff. Uh, there'll actually be some – because if you saw on the campaign, so I, I mm. ended up running a um, that competition, which John Cookson ended up winning. Congratulations. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, so I think we had about eleven pieces left over, so they'll actually be up for sale at Supernova as well. Oh, cool! Um, but I've got obviously the the board game uh, gets the precedent, so we have to figure out what pieces are going, um, you know, between here and overseas, and and kind of what's left over. I'll, I'll be able to offer up, but I, I have to see. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm guessing it'll be by Supernova, but if not, it'll be in the near future. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Sweet. <clears throat> yeah. So, what other things are we likely to see on the on the table spread out in front of you in terms of things that we can, I guess, things that we can look at, things that we can um, ask you to draw on, things that you'll have for sale, um, that sort of stuff. Or... Yeah. Um, so, besides that, I'll have. Um, I actually, I, I hadn't really been actively selling my art, so I still have a few original covers uh, under my belt, some prelim work, um, some pre-done sort of. Um, sketches and obviously the sketch covers, which are quite popular. Mm. Um, last year, I, I found it a little bit tricky because um, we were so swamped, and it's just it's really hard to stay engaged and and you know put some quality on the on the blank. So I'm doing a lot of sort of pre-drawn stuff, a um, little bit yeah. higher quality. Um, and then if, if someone you know if anyone's on a budget, they can kind of get the, the quicker, cheaper kind of sketches on the day. Uh, but that way it just kind of offers a little bit more premium. It's only a little bit different. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'll have a lot of that. We're not really um, – so I've been very – in the past, very sort of print-heavy and things like that, but looking at licensing and stuff like that, I'll probably just stick to original art. Yep. Um, so between the board game, the published covers, the prelim work, uh, and just obviously the, the sketch covers as well. Yeah. Nice. 
I, I guess the the beauty about having pre-done sketch covers is that it allows you to engage with the fans more as well. Yeah, yeah, and like people want their stuff signed, and and I, I mean, I want it to have a meaningful interaction. You know, I don't want them to feel yeah. like they're just kind of, you know, going through the cattle call. Like it's it's nice to stop and have a chat. We all, even with you guys, and like we all you know, are very engaged online, but it's really, it's not the same as being face to face and being able to look him in the eye and really, you know, engage in those sort of, um, you know, the war stories and people are always very excited to show off their collections and stuff. So they'll be flicking through the phones and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So that, that's the sort of interactions that I, that I really look forward to. And I think in the past, it's been a little bit tricky trying to balance that. So I think yeah. putting, putting the stuff into rather than just prints, just sort of little one-off special pieces that people can take away and um you know it's not for everyone and and you know i'll have something for every kind of budget but mm. i think more to the point is um less head down and more you know and, yeah engaging and yeah 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 well exactly. it is you know I, you know i know that you know i like to say hello to every artist i'm sure dan's the same and every mm. creator and say you know i really enjoyed this bit or this element or this plot development or plot twist or, or whatever it is yeah. and you know and i'm sure we do and i'm sure there's probably about a couple hundred others that like to do it as well <laughs> well i think that's a good point i think the fact that people are they really see it as a sort of pilgrimage you see yeah. people traveling from interstate like yourselves and if someone's making the time and the effort and the financial you know kind of um, you know, commitment to, to get there, you know, you want to give them the best possible uh, experience mm. as well. So, uh, you know, we've, we're all, I'm sure I speak for the other artists, it's all very humbling to not only see your stuff in print, but to see people really enjoy it and, and you know, they, <laughs> they, genu- they genuinely give you a, a reaction. And sometimes it's not, <laughs> I mean, we know it's not always positive reaction, but sometimes, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I, I love to mm. hear what people have to say about it. it. Art is kind of that conversation piece and it, it yes. kind of gets the ball rolling, you know? Mm. Definitely. Very good point. Mm. And you've got the, um, you do have the a very recent cover too, uh, through 1837. So um, I imagine you'll be talking to Glenn and Renee and making sure that they've got a bunch of uh, copies of that particular issue there ready for you to sign and um, that sort of gear as well. I'll be doing, yeah, I've, I've actually got a bunch myself. So when I went, for free comic book day uh, i went to the fruit offices i actually um secured a bunch of my covers as well because you look at the inventory it must be so crazy to bring like all that stock and trying to locate it and everything so mm. obviously if they have it for sale i'll, I'll let them kind of do it but if anyone wants them i'll have like a few that are a bit like remarked like i'll be putting like little like you know painted phantom heads and something just something a little bit special a little oh, bit cool. extra um, and oh, so, and so not just for 1837, but a, a, a selection of all of your covers sort of thing? Yeah, I think I, if you were, if you saw the post I did a little while ago, what uh, I think it was on Phantom Collector, um, there's like a – I kind of spread out the covers that I had. <laughs> it did include Lightning Strike 2. I don't know if that's going well, <laughs> to arrive. We'll, we'll come back to that, but I'm, I'm going to hang on that little plug that you gave us there and make sure that anyone listening goes to Facebook and searches for the group Phantom Collector. Um, Chronicle Chamber is the admin of that site and so uh, or, or that particular page, and um, we pride ourselves on having one of the – the largest fandom groups. There's lots of fandom groups, but that's one of the bigger ones. And yeah, thanks for the for the little plug there and putting your your stuff on there. So certainly, if people can go and have a look at that and see the selection of um, covers you, you're bringing along. Yeah, and I, and you'd you'd see the deep bench of um, 
the sketch covers. <laughs> I have. A, I didn't. I didn't quite clean them out, but I had a, a good. Um, I think it might have been ten or fifteen of each um, that I kind of. Yeah. I'm sort of chipping away. I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep a little cachet, but. I think the point is we're, we're guests for through, so I want to make sure that if people are wanting to buy the sketch cups that they're actually purchasing the blanks from through, and we're happy to put a little remark on it or yeah. you know, quick yeah. sketch on the day. Um, otherwise, we will have the the more detailed, little bit you know, little bit up there pieces as well. So awesome, yeah. Yeah. So, talking about lightning strikes, uh, yeah. I'm assuming by that little giggle you haven't gotten your parcel either. <laughs> I've been assured that I'm going to have my tracking tomorrow. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you if you get your, if if they arrive, um, can we yeah. put ourselves down for um, a reserve copy? <laughs> you absolutely can, mate. No worries. Because I've got no uh, confidence, unfortunately, that mine is going to arrive. So you yeah, didn't. I'm, 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 you didn't get the refund on them, Jim? You're still holding out hope? Uh, I'm still holding out hope because um, I, I do want them. Like, I want the comics. You know, like... I'm looking at my copy now. Um, Thomas, uh, who runs the Scandinavian page, uh, was kind enough to send me um, – they used the image in the newspaper when they were kind of doing the farewell yeah. for um, Phantom Man. Mm-hmm. And um, he's given me a copy that's signed by the uh, – I actually can't make out the signatures. It's, it's it basically the creative team, um, the Norwegian creative team has signed it for me, uh, which is very kind of him. So mm. uh, it's a very nice paper stock. Like I'm, I'm looking at it now and I'm flicking through. It's, it's a pity we haven't got them yet because I think people would really enjoy them. The, um, it's very odd. I've never seen. So I, I did a coloured version of it, and he actually opted to put the original art on the front cover the kind of unedited and then the color piece is the back page yeah mm, okay. so so you've actually got the covers on both sides but one's colored and one's not that's interesting yeah anyway should be for you um yeah well i even if you don't get it are you going to bring like the one <laughs> um and then just like the, let everyone to, um i actually i just threw it onto my um drafting table and it's actually by chance I threw it onto the original art they're actually side by side so I'll have the original art available for purchase as well uh, for that piece and I'll, I'll probably have my one copy that's signed uh, by everyone I'll sign it as well that'll, pro- that'll probably be up for grabs with it as well. I was going to say that'll just about need to be in bulletproof glass with an armed guard at the back as, <laughs> as the only known copy of the comic <laughs> it's, well, it's more rare to, than Phantom I'm number one to, I have I have, I have t- I have two of them, but one's going back to Thomas. So, um, yeah. Well, so so he's been told it's just been lost in the mail. <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, and so, anyway. are you um, are you going to be at Supernova all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Um, are you going to the dinner as well on the Saturday night? What's your your I, I movements for the weekend? I actually won't be doing the dinner this year. Um, last year, and I mean, it's very, very apt. I, I actually got really sick afterwards. It was very, it's such a big weekend. Mm. Um, and obviously now I'm working full time on top of it and, uh, you know, juggling everything. It's just, it was just brutal. Mm. Um, so I am there Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And you're able to, um, you're able to take t- time off work for the Friday? Oh, yeah, they're great. They, they like, well in advance. So be, being my local show, um, Sydney show, that, you know, that's it's a no-brainer to go along. So, mm. 
you know, obviously everyone's making the effort. I just want to make sure I was really fresh. I know Sunday isn't really the, the biggest day, but I did have a lot of fans still kind of kicking around and, and ones that didn't actually make the previous days. And I didn't feel like I was really, uh, like I was really zapped by the Sunday. And I, I just want to make sure that, like, well, I said, you, just, you don't have to drink on Saturday night. You know That's, that, right? <laughs> I was drinking milk, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no it, it, honestly, by, by the end of it. So the Friday, we have to bump in. like We have to set up. And I'm usually there early by about maybe 10 a.m. to kind of set up. I think doors open a bit later on the Friday. Yeah, one. About like one o'clock, yeah? Yeah, yeah one. So, so thinking about that. <laughs> Jermaine's going to be in the line maybe. at 12.45. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine, I might need help bringing stuff in if you want to come earlier. Yeah, mate. Oh, I'm flying in. At, uh... He's changed his flights now. He's coming in Thursday night. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll fly in. Clicking at, on Webjet as we speak. I fly in at six. So, yeah, if you need, um, I could be one of your roadies or... Uh, um, you just need to groupies. keep a very close eye on all of the boxes that he's allegedly carrying. Especially the, yeah. especially the lightning strikes coming. <laughs> As you said, it is rarer than the number one number one free fan. Uh, but um, yeah, so being such a like the Friday is not too bad, but it goes a little bit later. But the Saturday is from early until late, and basically yeah. we get home, get out to the city, and then you know by the time I get home, it's probably at one thirty in the morning, and then have to do it all over again the Sunday. It was just it was just a bit yeah. tough last year. I, I love the dinner. Uh, I am going to still try and <laughs> I'm a bit under the pump. But I'm going to if. Paul Mason can do get pieces out there. I'm gonna definitely try. There's no excuse. So, That's it. Um, so I'm what would Paul do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna definitely try and donate something for the dinner at least. Just um, you know, because I won't be there in person. So yeah, cool. Mm, yeah, awesome. So yeah, um, one of the so you've been you've been to a few conventions as a creator, but also as a fan. Now, if you were to take one piece of advice to a fan or to someone who hasn't gone many times or anything like that, what would that advice be? Um, plan. Just just make sure you've got a good plan in place. If you, uh, I mean, there's different reasons people go to conventions. Some people go for you know original art. Some people go for um, you know, buying the comics and things like that. Just plan accordingly. I know the the biggest shock to my system. I actually did uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, oh wow! I did yeah back in 2013 and 2015. And I mean, number one, the crowds are huge. So if you if you are bringing comics and things of value, make sure you have like a little portfolio or something you know sturdy to put it in. Uh, yeah. So you so they don't actually get damaged if you're getting them. You know, you're bringing them, getting them signed and stuff. It'll obviously have that sentimental value. You don't want them, you know, mm. bent in half by the time you get uh, get back to your hotel or home. Mm. Um, stay hydrated. I don't know. Like, just make sure you <laughs> kind of take a break. It, it's funny because you can get so caught up in it that you don't realize, like, oh, I've been walking for, like, five hours and I haven't really stopped to eat or drink or whatever. So Yeah, um, and most yeah. of the people that go are only allowed out of their basement for once or twice of the year, <laughs> so it's a bit of a shock to the system. <laughs> but bring snacks as well. Like, I don't know if you if it's the same because I, I really don't eat when I'm there. I'm, the the mm. adrenaline and everything is just so – you just dialed in the whole day. I pretty much didn't leave my seat the whole um, – at least the whole Saturday yeah. uh, last year. But people bring snacks. Are, are, it, I mean, 
Yeah. Oh, just people What's are talking that? to you so often you don't have time. You're too busy talking to put food in your mouth. But you don't even need it. Like, I'm like, by the end of it, I'm like, oh, maybe I should eat something. Like, I'm not hungry, but I should, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, I know I haven't eaten today. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, you don't want to really pay, like, $12 for a hamburger <laughs> or something like no. that. Bring snacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, the expensive um, convention food is always a, always a tricky one. Mm. I'm trying to remember now. Do they search your bags at, as you go in? Just make sure you're not bringing food. They certainly do that at the uh, ball. No, I think it's I think it's all right. Um, I you said it, it's for your blood sugar. Yeah, well that's it because <laughs> most people, you know, like we said, are not allowed out of their basement. They've got ailments and um, diabetics. You, you and joke stuff about like that. that. I was literally sitting in my basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love I we aim to offend every demographic before we finish this, before we finish this podcast. <laughs> and you know what? They still listen to us. I uh, know. We're hungry for content. We can't we can't help it. <laughs> <sighs> All right. That's it. Um, well we really appreciate um, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're glad that you uh, have survived um, the latest um, uh, Epidemic of the man flu. Um, we wish you well as you can. Yeah, that's it. The most debilitating disease known to man. Yes, that's it. To man, exactly. (laughs) And we we're certainly very much looking forward to catching up with you at the show, Jamie, in person. We chat a lot throughout the year and that sort of thing. So to be able to catch up with you there, and I hope you don't mind if we um, bring the recorder out at one point and, and get some observations for. Um, our Supernova podcast as well about how your uh, how, how your convention's going. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Anytime, you know that. And uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to catching up as well. It's um, yeah, like I said, it's really nice to just see everyone face to face, and uh, mm. yeah, even just the wider community. You know, we, the, the Phantom fans are awesome, and uh, yeah, it's nice just that once a year at least. Some of them, you know, more than that, but definitely the Sydney one. I always look forward to. So yeah, are you saying that's all you can put up with us? Once a year. <laughs> no, I look forward to the once a year. Don't twist my words, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. No, but it's um yeah, thanks for taking the time, guys. I always always look forward to our chats too, so no, good on you, Jamie. Thanks no very worries. much. Thank you, thanks, sir. Boys. Thank you for I'll your time. I'll see you uh, in a couple of weeks. Perfect. We'll do. Well by the time this comes out it'll be a week, but you know. <laughs> See you in a week, guys. See you in a week, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> See you, boys. Thanks. All right, and another uh, guest who will be at the Fruit Booth uh, this year um, is. I'm really looking forward to this uh, to meeting this this artist, a newcomer um, to a to newcomer, Fruit, yes, into the Supernova he's done, experience. He's done about four, three or four covers now, I believe. That have been um, published. He's got. Yeah, and he's got a great style that I'm really enjoying. Um, and so I'm really excited to do this. I've got a couple of comics of his already stored away in my packing for him to sign. And um, so without further ado, uh, Grange, how are you, sir? How are Very you? Well. Very well. Thanks for having me, fellas. I've, um, I've been um, listening to the podcast before I started working with Fru because when I saw the option coming up, I was excited and I sort of jumped straight into all the fandom culture to see um, – to catch up on a lot of the things that I've done, uh, sorry, been missing. And, um, yeah, so it feels like it's been a long time coming and it's very, very exciting to finally have a chat with you. 
Awesome. Well, we do want to have a long, longer chat with you where we talk about your, your history and your background and, and mostly football, to be honest, and, we, and we've already spent a bit of time. Uh, it's great to have a, a phantom artist who's an AFL fan as well. You'll fit right in. Um, and so we do want to have that much longer form interview with you probably in a month or so after Supernova. Today is yes. really just the shorter catch-up about um, Sydney in particular and what you're doing um, what you're looking forward to. Is this your first time at Sydney Super, Supernova in any capacity? Yeah, so it's the first time I've been to any comic convention that hasn't been in um, the world's most livable city, Melbourne. And... Um... So, yeah, it's the first interstate con- convention I've ever been to. I have gone to New York and done New York Comic Con back in 2012. Oh, but... wow. Very excited. And this is actually the first time I've ever been, like, on a table working, like a better description. Um, yeah. Now, for those who don't know, you, you've you also, along with your free covers, just quickly, you've also done some footy cards. That's correct? Yeah, yeah. So I um, currently, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a bit different next year. I'm still working with them, but... Um, the last two years, I've done the Star Wild and Trophy Star Wild football cards for the AFL team coach, and yep. those cards are the rarest ones in the set. So they're the ones that is really hard for the kids to find. So when they get one of those cards, they freak out a little bit, which is always nice and funny to see. And that's ready. Yeah. Now, there's this other picture that you did uh, late September last year, which I personally think is probably your best one, um, and that was the Eagles uh, premiership poster um that's correct right are you bringing that are you bring you bringing that to sign i believe that this um, small little independent football club um <laughs> thrown together in the great state of wa um jumping up and getting the big big cup in their hands or feathers as it were so <laughs> yeah i had a bit of fun drawing that one because um it, those birds um and those birds they've got a great Face for a little bit of expression to go in because you know the birds of prey as well. So had a lot yeah. of fun picture. Thanks. Awesome. No worries. Well, cool. so um, okay. So I, we'll, I get hope, to, we'll get back to we'll get back to the see, phantom. I hope we're going to see a, a uh, uh, an image of Fraka appear on uh, one of the covers of Phantom. Then yeah. in the near future. Yeah, well, why not? I'm sure I'm sure I can slip it past Glenn in the editorial. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll, we'll 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 go back to the football. I mean, not to the football, to the phantom. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, sorry, I was on one of the Sports Nation podcasts. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so, so, I, I'm sure our listeners think that it probably is a football um, podcast. Yeah, so without giving away like addresses and and uh, flight numbers and that sort of thing, Grange, what are what are your um, tra- travel plans? To are you spending more mm. time in Sydney? Are you coming up on the Friday? Where, how long are you going to be actually at the convention itself? All that so stuff. flying up on Friday, and um, I have got to book a plane back on the Sunday. So okay. have, I'm thinking late evening flights because um, Melbourne and Sydney they fly I think until like nine and tons so I think I'll get that last one out and yep. yeah that's that's about it I'm sort of I'm, to be honest with you I've been um been so busy lately in France I was supposed to book the tickets last week but then tax is coming around and um, my computer I'm not talking to you on my normal computer actually my computer's died 
So I'm quickly getting a new hard drive thrown into that and then I'm going to have to buy a new computer. So because of all that noise, like a better description, I um, haven't actually booked my tickets or my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm endeavouring to do that tomorrow. That's tomorrow's job. Um, computer comes back on Friday. I'll do, I'll do that tomorrow. Well, you know, and, it's, uh, it's podcast official now. You have to come. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was mentioning the fact that um, some of the sketch covers I've been working on, I've already promised people I'll be giving them to them at the show. So mm. it would be a bit awkward if they're like, hey, I'll pay that son of a bitch $100. And <laughs> I was actually talking to a fan tonight and he was um, uh, he was very, very happy to announce that he picked up one of your, I think it was your latest sketch cover that you had done t- uh, this evening. Um, he was AC. Yeah, he was very happy to, uh, to 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 inform to inform me that he picked up that one. Yeah, so, well, um, he's actually commissioned me to do a cover, and funnily enough, I actually think the pose in both of the ones, like the one that I did previously and the new one, they're not dissimilar. Like they're sort of shot up, sort of that mm. hip height. It was like I, he got me to do a um, as you were, gentlemen, riff um, a few a few months ago, and yeah, so sorry, yeah. I didn't you It's it, and and I think that's probably the big thing that I've noticed about your art, or that, that sort of differentiates you, is the the point of view that you take um, mm. on on your and the colours, yeah. Like the as you were, gentlemen, uh, is a great example where you've shifted, you know, whether it's thirty, forty five degrees, and looked at it from a different angle. Um, you, you shoot up, you shoot down, you, sh- you have backlit. Um, there's a lot of a lot of um, that difference in perspective, which um, yeah. it's been really fun for us to see. Oh well, thanks thanks for saying that, Dan. I really appreciate it. But um, for me, it's just like like uh, how can I say this? I just think that I owe it to anybody that wants to collect my work to feel like they're never mm-hmm. getting the same thing that you know, two or three other people might have commissioned me for or had the chance to pick up. So I try and keep everything a bit different and a bit fresh. So, like, I've drawn two takes on the um, Azure and there was one which was uh, the one that I did for um, JC and his was, um, you know, he was, like, throwing back the curtain, sort of like an elaborate bullfighter or something and, you know, had the pistol out. And then I did another one for uh, for, for David Budd, who's, like, the phantom... um, Pathian and knowledge, I believe, in Australia. He, um, I did one with the Phantom sitting on the window ledge with two pistols pointing at two guys each, clicking them and saying, you know, as you were. Because I want everyone to feel like and there's a line. So, yeah, and all my yeah. work, I can keep it fresh and different because, you know, like if you just keep repeating the same thing, you might get really good at repeating the same thing, yeah. but you won't be um, developing or challenging your art, yeah. I suppose. That's just why. Yeah. yeah. Now, another thing I've noticed about your art is, I'm not, I'm not an artist, but there almost seems to be that you, you're doing different styles. Is that is that the same thing where you're trying to keep it fresh and trying to expand? You know, I guess continually to stretch your 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 style and your your work. Uh, well, um, I, I think I might have to ask a question regarding that, but. Um, Generally, I like to keep my style the same, but then yeah. the idea different. If that makes okay. sense. So, like in some of like I was looking at the sketch covers today, and I think they all look like I've obviously drawn them. I think yeah. say that way. 
Um, and I think that people should recognize that it's my style, I hope. Um, but I've sort of taken different ideas, you know, like making, you know, like a Fury Road styled cover, which I think you guys have seen. Yeah. And it's, yeah, but like but then the thing is that my traditional work using pens and paper and markers is quite different to the digital stuff, which I... Of course, do. yeah. Um, cause, because of the, the budget for the, for, the, for the covers versus what I can do um, traditionally, I can do a lot more work more quickly and give the collectors of the actual comic a really cool cover. Um, yeah. It's in my traditional stuff. You know, it's a bit more labor intensive, takes longer. There's a higher risk involved in like if I muck it up, drop ink on it or something like that, which I've done. Um, it sort of gives me two different styles, like if that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, no, it's, um, I, love, I, love, I love that explanation. It's yeah. good. And, and this is stuff that we, you know, I think we're getting sidetracked because you're so interesting and, and yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we want to deep dive into this For stuff. Sure. <laughs> We, we want to ex- talk a lot more about this when we when we have just our uh, solo interview with you. But again, just to bring it back to Supernova, are you actually planning on doing any sketch covers um, live? I suppose in the yeah. booth and, and and being available for those instant commissions for people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, what I thought would be cool is getting as many done as I could before I go up there. Yes. Um, yep. Give people a chance to see them. You know, see if, if anybody really likes them. They can. You know, obviously. You know pre-order it, I suppose, or you know, I was hoping that some people might contact me for, like, suggestions, like something they'd like to see me draw. Um, that hasn't happened as yet, but um, I think it's because I'm quite new to the scene, so maybe not, not everybody knows me just yet or knows where to find me online. Yeah. Um, and I do just arrogantly enough sign my name as Grange, like, you know, one word, like I'm with Donna or something. <laughs> so. Well, and that's how <laughs> Jermaine introduced you at the start of this, I thought. So uh, Grange Wallace, for those who'd like to actually uh, search yeah. you up online. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Wallace with an IES, which is a little bit different, not ACE. But, um, yeah, so uh, I'll definitely be doing sketches covers live. Um, uh, and I just thought, what am I do? Because I'm... Uh, uh, this is the first time I've ever done it, and I've been a professional yep. artist for the last six years. So I might be a little bit funnier than, like, to deal with than um, normal traditional comic book artists because I, I don't know how they go about it necessarily. But I thought I could do some really nice polished illustrations, and they'll sort of be the the high end as yep. versions of my work that you can buy there. And then I'll have like some lower, um, like some quicker, like lower price, quicker. Um, yeah. So, like, just for you guys to see, like, that one there would be like a quick little head sketch cover that I could do for people or something like that. And then, you know, that's like 20, 30 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, cool. And, and, and yeah. That, that, it, it's oh. called a sketch cover, isn't it? So, it's uh, it's almost by definition yeah. what it's what about. Finish, like, some of the ones I've done. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some people might, like, like that, that's the other thing. I'm, I'm nervous about it because, you know, I, I know what my work is worth in terms of the way I spend time and how I build myself time and all that sort of stuff. But then I'm worried that the market will be like, no, no, this is a sketch cover. Like sketch covers are like traditionally like this or that. You know, oh, we didn't ask this hour, hour, like four hours into a sketch cover and I'm like, well, 
Maybe that's my problem. Yeah, look, the good thing is there's there's no rules about sketch covers, and and um, you'll hear this, I guess, amongst the rest of the podcast. We've mm. spoken to a few other artists who are going to be there, and many of them are taking um, covers exactly like you are, the, the higher end creme de la creme version of their art, um, and then they'll and then they'll still sit there and be able to pump out the the, yeah. the cheaper version, um, which is no less. Um, no less collectible um, and, and, and oftentimes more interesting, I think. So, um, yeah. 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 Um, and so the, the dinner on the Saturday night, will you be attending the Leaf Fork Memorial Bengala Explorers Club dinner? I, I've said yes to everybody that's asked me, but I don't know if I'm actually invited. Um, oh, you're invited. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm planning on it. I've, uh, as I was mentioning um, early when I was spoken to you guys earlier, that's uh, uh, I plan on um, providing a um, artwork for the auction as well. I just haven't yeah. uh, finalised which or what that will be. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because I thought, you know, I'm going up there for the first time, and a lot of like the temptation for a lot of people is always to you know, you know, do all like the wine mixery stuff and stuff. But I just really want to sort of. Meet all the fans and um, collectors of Australia that will be up there, and you know it's, it's an important character and he's very important to Australia. And I sort of want to embrace the culture and you know get to meet everybody. I've, I've had such wonderful feedback from the two covers that have been published so far. There's two more to come um, that um, that I'm really looking forward to everybody seeing. And yeah, so I just really wanted to sort of like make sure I know everybody and um, have that chance to you know just sit down and relax and. Talk about the fan and football, whatever else. Well, with well, the greatest of respect, really as the new it, yeah. kid on the block, I I think you've got the exact right attitude. So yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so, no, I, the, did one you of the say uh, when I got my first cover? I bought uh, one of those monkeys of Melbourne phantom lamps and I put it on my desk. Um, just because I remember seeing them as a kid and loving them, and um, yeah. so to be a part of the fandom culture and the fandom world is um, it's pretty special. Awesome. awesome. Well, we we appreciate your time. Um, I think we sold this to you as a fifteen minute chat. I think we're at twenty six yeah. minutes so far. Um, <laughs> and, um, and- we will. We yeah. will get you on to a a future podcast post Supernova where we can uh, yeah. dissect. The, yeah. the the loves and and everything like that as well. Um, so yeah, no, we really appreciate your time. Um, so is there is there like one thing or one artist or I guess that you that you're looking forward to the most when you come up to Sydney? Um. Yeah, I I believe um, Jeremy Ferson is going to be there. So yep. I really like Jeremy's classic take on it. So I'm looking okay. forward to yep. him. Um, I was really hoping that um, Glenn was going to be up there because I love his, like, the giant size covers. Mm. Glenn Lovitz. Yeah. And Jeff, I've been speaking to Jeff Weigel. Is it, is it pronounced? Yeah. Weigel yeah. is, is how it's pronounced. Sorry, how? Weigel. Weigel. Yeah, so I've been speaking to him, so I'm really looking forward to meeting him. He draws a fantastic fan. I just like like all the guys that draw the really consistent looking ones that really match that classic, you know, seventies, eighties phantom that I sort of knew when I was growing up, where the nose always looks the same, the cheekbones mm. are cut. And, yeah. And and those guys just they always just grow they they draw great phantoms. Oh, and of course Jamie. Um I've been speaking to Jamie for, you know, two 
just takes two or three years. So I'm really looking forward to finally meeting him. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just I'm just pumped to be there. Um, I, I don't even know the full list of who's going. So <laughs> I, well, I, um... I've had so much work on with my football um, staff and. I've been working on, you know, two guess who sets and a whole bunch of other stuff. My computer died on me. I think my hair's a little bit thinner. You know, it's a crazy, crazy time. Um, I, I, I can vouch you don't actually need hair to get by. Uh, <laughs> and, and look, um, if if you if you or anyone else is interested in the full list of artists that will be appearing at Supernova, um, Glenn Ford appears at the end of this podcast and he gives us that full list. So um, yes. you can uh, stay tuned for that. Oh, and you got to listen to the whole four hours to be able to <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll draw a four-hour sketch cover when I'm listening to it, and I might donate that to the, um, the charity for the League 4 boxing. Sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Grange. Um, looking forward to seeing you there and um, catching up with you again for a, for a proper podcast soon. Yes, yeah, thank you. Forward to it. Maybe we can do it around when the third cover comes out. I think it's in July sometime. That sounds perfect. like a good sounds idea. Perfect. Yeah. All right. All right. Good Thanks stuff. a lot, guys. Have a good night. Good night. No worries. Thank you. And now we are talking to the machine, uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul Mason. Um, I've never met anyone who who works as hard, and I feel lazy every time I talk to him. How are you, Paul? <laughs> um, my usual response is tired. But I really I appreciate it. Especially mine as well. <laughs> yeah, look, I think everybody has to fight their own wars in some way, shape, or form. It's just one one aspect of mine is, you know, the drawing and comic and fandom side of things. So mm. I guess that's why why we're chatting. But uh, yeah, it's always good yes. to hear from you guys. So, yeah, yeah we appreciate you um uh, you joining us. So we're assuming that you're coming down uh, for Supernova. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, <laughs> um, I I think it's just assumed, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I I chatted to Glenn maybe a couple of months back, and I think it was made mention that I I'll, I'll catch up with you in Sydney or something like that. So yeah, they're not firm words, but I guess they're. I'm hoping they expect me to when I show up that I can get in the, the door. You know? <laughs> so, so you are, it's your planning then to be there for the Friday and the Saturday and, and the Sunday as well at, at the supernova well, itself or? Well, I don't know. I don't, if they want me on the Friday, I'd love, love to go. Um, I haven't booked my flight yet, but. <laughs> no, I haven't either. I was just looking at that. Uh, then. <laughs> yeah. What is it with you Queenslanders? <laughs> the planes will well, be there, mate. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's there's like a dozen post-it notes, so you can't see my desk, but there's a dozen post-it notes across my desk here with various things, and that's that's the top of that one over there. So if you look at sort of, uh, it's not a problem. But yeah, no, I, I definitely the Saturday and the Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and I'm hoping, you know, as we're talking about busy men, um, Mr. Ford is. Uh, a machine in himself so yeah. uh, you know so that's why i don't like to bother him with sort of trivial questions and what have you so uh, i'll try and get a hold of him and just just to confirm the movements um so that i'm not in the way 
Fair enough. Um, I, I don't think you'd be I'm in the sure way. You but you're you're, you're yeah. a tall man and a big man, but I don't know you'll be in the way. That's, that's how I get in the way. <laughs> and even if you were, no one will be scared, no one will be brave enough to tell you that you are in the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no one ever does. Uh, <laughs> when I was in high school. Uh, after the, I dropped a bully once, and then the next time he picked on me, it was about forty yards away. So. <laughs> Fair enough. So, well, last since it. last time we spoke to you, uh, Ooh, again, we, well, it was probably yeah. um, Supernova last year. We we um, pod bombed your That's right. your, your yeah. recording, and and uh, we had that crossover. Um, but certainly since then, um, obviously, Kid Phantom is going along great guns. But also, you've had your Phantom in Vietnam story launch in the uh, in the annual this year. Yeah, um, that was. Um, uh, I don't know what to say. Like I I. I mean, I started comics with the Soldier Legacy, so I kind of yep. liked that kind of war aspect of it. But it was more—I guess it was more so a case of wanting to do something. I just—I just wanted to draw and write a comic that I would like to read. I know that sounds really yeah. selfish, but uh, you know, I had—I had a perspective of what I thought the Phantom was, and I thought it'd be interesting to kind of throw him into a real world conflict with a lot of grey area. Mm. Uh, and, and originally it was just pitched as a eight-page story. So it was just out of a conversation with Glenn that it's spilt out to something longer, provided that people liked the story. Um, mm. And I haven't heard a lot. Um, I mean, you, you gents were very kind. And uh, Fru and King Features in particular. So that was enough to sort of continue on. So I'm, I'm very awesome. pleased. Well, that well maybe, I, I, I'm sorry that they haven't been more in touch with you, but anecdotally, I would have heard from probably at least a good half dozen um, people yeah. who have bothered to make contact to say, yeah, they agree oh, that they, they really love the story as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I've heard from one or from a couple of fans, uh, one fan uh, who's got a bit of an international flavour about him, and he said that it's the best fruit story that he's read. Oh, that's really, really lovely to hear. I, um, mm. you, you know, I work in a bubble, you know, yeah, I've got yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 uh, it's not that I'm out looking for praise. It's not about that. Like I just enjoy it's a, I've made, it's a pretty hard puzzle to put together, you know, yeah. and I think you spoke about it in the podcast when you did a, your kind review on it, that, um, it's it's not an it's not an easy war to discuss. Mm. Yeah, uh, and, and you taking a comic book character and inserting him in, into it. Um, that was but a I brave mean, move. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I, I was going to say, I, I um, my some of my favorite books, uh, like uh, anything that sort of Garth Ennis has written, or, or even Will Eisner have done stories on the, the Vietnam War and. Uh, or even Joe Cubitt and um, Bob Cavanaugh's, um, I've probably mispronounced his last name, but his Sergeant Rocks <laughs> were World War II based, but were had a very Vietnam era sentiment about the stories. Yeah. So um, I just thought it'd be cool to have the Phantom running around in that mm-hmm. real setting, you know? Like as much yeah. as I, I, I really enjoy, and, I, and you know you guys are going to probably – hate me for this but when the replica editions come out because i missed all of those stories so I even though i too. know 
Well, and even though in some cases I know that they're not complete, um, some of those stories I'm reading for the first time. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I enjoy them and I enjoy maybe I don't necessarily, um, you know, they kind of remind me of that era in the 50s where comics were being rather safe, where yeah. Superman was just trying to, you know, go out with Lois Wayne and have fun and Batman and Robin were mucking around and there wasn't necessarily any sort of, you know, hard-edged stories because of the comics code. Um, those Wilson McCoy stories feel very much like that too, you know, like yeah. uh, what's the one I'm thinking of with the Tiger Girl? Uh, oh, that's girl. the name of it, Tiger Girl. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, <laughs> okay, so those sorts of stories where it's not necessarily Phantom, you know, bashing up bad guys or killing people per se, but he has a particular, I, I guess, emotional resonance or character about him that I like. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And, I, and I think definitely not you, man. You were able to, to bring that um, element of the character into um, The Bell Tolls for Thee, which is the story, um, the, the, I guess, story number one, I hope, of many. Um, in... Yeah, uh, I hope so. So, can, can we probe? I, this is obviously an on-air conversation. Can we probe? Is there a, is there a second... Phantom in Vietnam story that um, you've started? Yeah, we can probe. Um, I'm, I, I mean, it's, you know, Kid Phantom's my top priority. Um, yes. And yeah. as well as the Kid Phantom, it's been the Kid Phantom board game um, yes. or the, the component in the board game. Uh, so it's, I've been kind enough to have been sort of thrown into that. Um, so the bottom line is, yes, I'm, I'm – just over halfway through the second, a second story within that uh, oh. Vietnam era, and I've had I've got a couple of shorter stories that I've written that I'd like to, um, you know, talk to Glenn about next in that universe itself. Um, the only, I mean, the good thing about Glenn is is if you're doing the right thing, he, you know, he's, it's one less plate that he has to worry about. Yeah. In the spit. So, yeah. um, he's very kind. I'll send him pages. The f- most feedback I ever usually get is that's good. Um, and that's, that's, that's nice. So then I can, con- I can yeah. continue. So I like to touch base with him every now and again. But the last thing we sort of spoke about at the start of the year, he said, try and do a couple of shorter ones as well as your longer ones too. So okay. there's a few. That's really nice because in some cases, there's so much content when you go into the Vietnam War. Mm. I mean, even last night I was watching a doco on General Westmoreland, who was the, you know, the commander of the uh, Americans um, up until just after the Tet Offensive and they realised that we need someone else running the show. He's, you know, screwed it up, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, and it was a really interesting doco. Now, that's a lot of good information, but maybe not necessarily yeah. a story there. Something that yeah. you could be fit to strengthen the suspension of disbelief or, or the authenticity uh, the, of the story. You overlay that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, you, you picked up the words better than me. English is sometimes my second language. Um, so, um, you know, it's just trying to sift your way through that 10 years of Americans in that war that was going, you know, a lot longer than that. Um, and then trying to pick out 
firstly, where the fandom might be able to fit within the context of an interesting story or an interesting human aspect. Like I, the first story that you guys read, I mashed two ideas together because I needed to extend that story out from what was originally an eight pager. Um, and then the, uh, the second thing is just try to figure out, well, okay, the Phantom might not necessarily fit within the context of that story. It might not be something that's, you know, like Long Tan was a story I was, I was juggling, for instance, but I figured out that I don't want to disrespect that, uh, particularly being an Australian. Mm. Um, mm. But I like to still make reference of it somewhere, and then that would fit within the context of a small story elsewhere mm. without treading on that but still paying respects to it and feeling it as an authentic phantom story. So it's, it's that kind of puzzle-making and puzzle pieces that I'm sort of putting together within the overarching story of, that keeps people being interested in why is the phantom there and, and what he has to do. So, and then there, is, kind of- there is so much, um, I agree, the, the Vietnam War has always fascinated me and, and I love teaching the units on it and that sort of thing. And um, I, I appreciate that you don't want to step on the, the legacy of the real battles and, and that sort of thing. Do you <clears throat> do you feel that there's it's appropriate to... Um, make up a place that sort of represents whether it's Long Tan or Melee or uh, whatever else it is that it's a fictional happening with that that's born of um, those original ideas or without therefore disrespecting the people who are actually there is that possible or do you want to stay clear of that well, and make it more real that's a good question I never actually considered that I figured that if if I if we had if people can believe that there's a place called Bengala and or Bengali in this particular period, of course. And, you know, there's a man that can run around in the jungle uh, in purple that's had this legacy for four or five hundred years. You know, it's the same thing as what Stanley used to say about Spider-Man. You know, if you can believe that a guy gets bit by a radioactive spider and doesn't sort of just die, um, <laughs> but you know, uh, gains these superpowers, but then everything else around him, like New York City and all that, that is real, um, you know, then you've got yourself a good story in that sense. Um, mm. I think I'd like to keep it as authentic as possible, but but perhaps rather than – I don't uh, – without giving away any stories, I don't want to – you guys have seen Inglorious Bastards, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to kill Hitler. No, yeah, yeah. So that that that's the thing. I want to I want to leave as little footprints as I can, and that's what yeah. the part about the the Phantom is. It's not like mm. people go. It's not like Superman, where people go, "Oh, hey, it's the Phantom." Like yeah. some people might because they've yeah. heard of it or familiar, but they're usually like, "Who's that weirdo in the costume?" Yeah. You know, or yeah. you know, I like that aspect of the character, which is, I guess, why the first story was not written from his perspective. Yeah, yeah. because I, want, I wanted, I liked the fact that you weren't in his head. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's people reacting to this mm. possible spectre, possible, you know, who is this man? You know, the so- ghost who walks. I think that's I think that's one of the things that Commando comics do very well is that they have real places, real battles, but it's the it's just like a small part 
of the battle, so it doesn't actually, I guess, use the the, the imprint that yeah. can yeah. take away. Yeah. So it's you can't have the Phantom go in there and prevent the melee massacre from happening. No, absolutely. Um, it's the much problem. As, much that, as we'd love to, but you can't. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it has to be smaller scale, or you have to weave him in where history hasn't quite not not necessarily melee, but like um, you know, like there, there's a lot of stuff that happened behind closed doors that we that you could then possibly say, well, maybe the Phantom had an influence. Yeah. No, and I don't, and I don't want to be specific because then I'm giving away stories. Sure. But definitely. Um, you know, it reminds me of when when one of my favourite artists. Uh, was John Romita Jr. that drew a lot of, uh, I guess, everything from Marvel, Amazing Spider-Man. His father had a, quite a legacy. Um, John Romita Sr., as you know from uh, Keith Williams' uh, interview, he was one of the Romita Raiders. So his son um, happened to be drawing for Amazing Spider-Man where the Twin Towers fell. So uh, J. Michael Straczynski wrote this story about you know, the impact of those towers falling and having Spider-Man as a New York quintessential superhero react to that. And they had a lot of the villains and the heroes sort of helping within the context of the firemen pulling people out of the rubble and stuff. And it was a very poignant story and, and, and very they did it very well. But then there's always that question of you've got characters who can turn planets around and... Who can, Why couldn't they? Yeah. You've got villains that shot buildings into space in the 60s and you know I, I remember a kirby story where they took the baxter building and fired it at the moon you know so then you have real world conflict like that hit and all of a sudden you start to sort of question how does that impact on your yep. fictional characters in that world setting so it's a very difficult thing to manage in that context so yeah um, that's the paranoia of, as you say, not wanting sort of Phantom showing up and, you know, exploiting that moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a tricky thing because there's a lot of uh, that discuss- – every now and again you always get someone smart in an audience who will who will mention the colonial aspects of the Phantom, mm. maybe not necessarily knowing – you know, that since the 40s, you know, Lee Falk changed aspects for the in positive, you know, we all know this in terms of mm-hmm. uh, the Europeans and the context that they, they write their fandom stories. And, you know, a lot of things have improved since maybe the first few books that were drawn by yeah. you know, Ray and what have you. Um, there was a lot of colonialism aspects of the Vietnam War as well. So it's hard trying to juggle all those sorts of problematic areas, at the end of the day, you still want to tell an entertaining comic that people mm. are going to enjoy. It. And, you know, you don't want to yeah. preach to them. It's no. a difficult yeah. part of well, learning or trying. Yeah. Well, we well, I think you did you it. Yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say the same thing there. Yeah, because that was probably my, and I, th- I think I shared this in the original type, uh, original podcast where we um, – uh, reviewed it. That was my concern: was how are you going to walk the tightrope? And yeah. I think you did it amazingly. It was I was was really impressed with just how you managed to not be preachy, but not be preachy for both sides. Well, I, I and, think the um, yeah the context of uh, searching for somebody um, mm. you know gives him a 
it gives him a neutral position in the war yeah. zone. He, he's not Absolutely. there to join a side. He's there to find his to find yeah. his friend sort of thing. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the so. Phantom being the Phantom, he, he wouldn't let injustice no, uh, yeah. go by without intervening in some way. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the difficult thing is, you know, even though people can justify, oh, he's he's killed this person or this one before, it's like, well, let's let's see, given that he, the character that he is, can he find a way around that? So it is, it's mm. difficult. Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm, I try to be as much of a sponge as I can and, and learn from other people. And, you know, I've been reading a lot of, obviously you get Andrew, Andrew scripts from Kid Phantom and the way that he might structure a script or, or think about pacing. I have my own tastes in terms of pacing as well, but you always sort of act like a sponge and, and, yeah. and, and absorb all those sorts of influences. And, you know, if I had the opportunity, what would I do? That's essentially all it is. So, and, yeah. I, and I very much appreciate the kind words on it. Um, awesome. I'm still reading books uh, as we go. They're very slow. You know, I'm reading them at three or four in the morning, but it's always interesting to pick up a new little thread that, you know, I'm reading one about a reporter at the moment during, um, um, Nam, of course, he's stationed in Saigon. He works for the British and Australian newspapers and, uh, he's talking about how, you know, what it's like on the street when the Tet Offensive started. So it's, 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 you can kind of, you start to picture these things in your head and that's when you can start to think about how the Phantom might operate within that environment. So there's, there's you know, little aspects of that that are always playing. But, you know, sometimes you want to do a little bit of fun, but as you say, um, you know, you've got to dance that or walk that time. Can we? Um, so you mentioned. Oh, oh sorry, I got Jim. two more questions okay. about Vietnam. All right, so um, <laughs> yeah, and then we'll. We, we probably should have. Um, <laughs> we probably should have rung and called you in February or March when. But the story's still so fresh in our minds, even though we yeah, might not yeah, have read yeah, it for yeah, months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Jamie, go ahead. Yeah. So, first question is, which phantom is it? Which phantom number? Ah, that's a good question. Um, I originally I pictured it as the twentieth, but I the mandate was no. Let's have it the twenty-first to be fair. So whether it sits within a pocket, you know, by itself, or whether it fits within the continuity, yeah, uh, I don't. It doesn't really bother me at the end. When I always think about it, it's. You you guys have you guys seen Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee? Yes. Going Yeah. I watched highlights of that only about a month ago. Actually, went through and watched the fight scenes again. <laughs> Good man. Um, now, <laughs> there's a bit at the start where he's teaching a kid how to kick, and he says to him, um, "It's like a finger pointing away to the moon." And the kid's staring at his hand, so he slaps him in the head, and he says, "Don't concentrate on the finger, or you'll miss all that heavenly glory." So I kind of think about continuity like that. You know, if you, if you worry about the nitty gritty, then you might not enjoy the story. Yeah, you might miss the point. Yeah. yeah. Although continuity can be fun. Uh, yeah, you know, it can also I've, be dangerous. Yeah, and I've tried to look at it to a degree as to, okay, who who are the major players here? Obviously, I, I picture the Phantom, mm. you know, not having the kids yet. He's, you know, um, clearly not married in terms of that time frame, I guess. So it's it's that's the loose strings yep. of where I'm thinking in that regard and where it's like. So it's that kind of yeah. early Sony era. Yeah. 
I guess. Um, and there's this period of time where he's, you know, gone off to do this thing to prevent war in Bengali. And um, he's, I guess, the, the tricky part about the Phantom is, you know, those, those classic stories that he, he obviously gets, sometimes he gets the, the drop on him. And as you say, it's weird how many times he gets knocked unconscious and, you know, tied up somewhere and that sort of thing. But yeah. you, you gotta you gotta push a character to their brink, otherwise it's not an exciting story. So yeah, I guess we'll see as we go um, how much. I, I think can... yeah, we just had a um, uh, a podcast with David Bishop, and he talked about how his stories he likes to make the Phantom really really struggle in all his stories, whether it's you know, and he gave different examples of how. But, you know, so, you know, you, you have to have your hero suffering or, or, or being uh, challenged. and Christchurch story, right? Mm. He, yeah. He write yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, so my second question is, I know you're a, um, a Rambo fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, guilty. So how hard was it not to make the Phantom a Rambo? Oh, pretty easy. Okay. They're, they're two different people. Yeah. Like Rambo, you know, obviously um, the author and Stallone have different perspectives and you could even say the movies themselves had different perspectives, yeah. you know, and maybe in some ways, like obviously two and three in particular, they rather simplify things, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, particularly when Rambo says at the beginning of Rambo 2, the colonel gets him on a mission to go find POWs and he says, uh, are we, are we allowed to win this time? You know, it's very sort of bravado eighties, um, action American paganism yeah. in its, you know, so, um, you know, the, the Rambo is a, as a man who has been to hell <laughs> and has kind of suffered and has severe PTSD uh, all the things that the Phantom hasn't sort of, obviously the Phantom has gone through his own trials and tribulations, but, you know, he's got 400 years of, of fortitude mm. that's, you know, forged in stone. Like he, you know, I mean, his, uh, the chain hangs on, on the, uh, the throne because of that whole, um, yeah. you know, thing with his, his mother and father. So he, he, you know, it's in the genes to kind of, kind of have that sort of, I guess, mental and physical mm. fortitude, you know, as well as growing up in the jungle. So he's he's tough, but, you know, what we've we've talked about before, before is the fact that, you know, he's rich and he's got a, you know, beautiful wife and, you know, well, he will eventually have kids and, you know, he, he, he's not broody Batman, my parents are dead, so I'm going to wear this costume and be angry all the time. Like he's he has a mission and he's dedicated his life to it, but he understands that it doesn't sort of define his mental uh, capability, mm. capacity. So uh, he's not out there being a punisher or, or anything like that. You yeah. know, he, he's so I think, therefore, that he can take his humanity and compassion. And I guess mm. what I was trying to get across in that story, and I, and I don't mean, you know, these things are always are kind of awkward because I feel like I'm a wanker sort of talking about myself in this case, but... <laughs> Um, we asked you. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Um, I feel like when the Phantom in that story snaps and grabs the sergeant by the face and holds him in the air, 
and then sort of sort of tells him how it is and says, look, you guys just have to sort of survive and go home. Like this is, it's not about body counts because the way that I see it, the Phantom obviously has a network of people around the world feeding him information in that sense because he, he is rich and there is that four or 500 years of the Phantom and the good mark, that sort of mythology based around it. Um, I feel like he knows more than what the grunts on the ground would know. So yeah. he knows the, the whole war of attrition or let's keep shooting them until they run out of soldiers plan is not working and it's getting mm. people killed, you know, and, and maybe if they'd concentrated more on, I guess, pacification and all, you know, the reasons why America sort of lost the war in that sense. I feel like it, the Phantom would have a leg up on everybody in that information there. And therefore, when he's confronted with a situation where people are being quite animalistic, he's not necessarily just preaching at them, but I think he's reinforcing it. And that was a point that I was trying to make in the story that where he's saying, like, we need to, we've got to survive and it's not about killing people, it's, it's you know, all these sorts of things, you know, it's like just stay alive and get home and be with your family. Um, he's kind of telling that to himself as well because you can't see that aspect of death and not have it affect you. So, yeah. But I feel like he's much stronger in, in fortitude in terms of that mental and physical capability than what Rambo perhaps would, where his solution is to, you know, kill it all and run away and, and not run away but find peace, you know. He, yeah. He's a character that's always searching for peace and solitude and, and violence follows him so and haunts him. So mm. I guess that mm. I, maybe I think way too much about action movies, but... Isn't that the purpose of an action movie where you don't have to think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, you know, some on the expendables and just... <laughs> oh, I love those movies. I know, they're stupid, but it's cool. That's what, that's what I love about them. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's okay, a, anyway, a we'll number look. of jokes there I could make, but not, and we'll just drive past all of them, <laughs> because <laughs> um, we'll we, we, yeah. we do need to ask about Kid Phantom as well. I know you were thinking Supernova, but Kid Phantom, as you said, is your, your main... Um, you know, concern or the main thing that you were, you're working on. Um, mm. Kid Phantom Seven feels like it was six months ago now. Kid, Kid Phantom Eight must be just about to be to be due out. Are you happy with the way that the the story's going? And and has he arrived in Smallville yet? Uh, yeah, Clarkville, good question. Sorry, Clarkville. Um, no, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I want, I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, suffice to say that my story for Eight was was done a while ago. There's a bit of a production hold-up overseas, I believe. Okay. That's the only information that I know. I'm hoping it's dropped soon. Um, but uh, I Maybe hope it's people... a supernova. What's that? Maybe, Maybe. it's going to be dropped at supernova. I don't know. I, 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 honest, well, I know they sounded like I knew something, but honestly, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, suffice to say that uh, I guess my, my time with Kid Phantom currently has been um, the board game commitments thanks to the stretch yeah. target being hit yeah. so once the stretch target was hit um, obviously uh, Dale went and relaxed for a bit and uh, I think he was on his honeymoon perhaps Some someone maybe yeah, you mentioned on one of the went, up, went up to far north Queensland for a while uh, oh, yeah 
Yeah, and then I, I got a, a, a request for a, a, a block of more um, stuff to finish off that component. So I'm just knocking that over now. Um, so that's uh, that's where, where I've been still tipping, dipping my toe with Kid Phantom. So I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to um, getting into Nine um, hopefully soon. So that'll be good. Cool. So will you be bringing any prelim pages to Supernova? Um, any like, artwork or, well, are or you, anything to Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul, but you still have not yet sold any of the art for mm. Kid Phantom yet, have you? No, the only things that I've sort of... Uh, uh, the board game, the first... The, let, let's start again in English. The, <laughs> uh, the strips for the actual game which you guys have seen so i could probably just show you on the, the thing here this is this makes for excellent podcast listening um, <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the strips and i've drawn them quite big uh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're about um they're the same size as what say like a mike manly um strip is if you've got one of those i, I was lucky to pick up one when he was doing an ebay sell a while ago, and I don't own any original art, but that was just one thing I wanted. Um, and I, um, so I've got, I got one of those, and that was my sort of like, oh, he draws them quite big, which is great. So I drew my eight mm. story strips quite big, and then the the commander Corsair, which is the villain of that piece, which you would have seen the color art for, but that's the that's the oh, size. Wow. One. So uh, to date, that's probably the only sort of production. Kid Phantom stuff um, that I've well, that's not really. I guess it's sort of sold. I suppose it's, it's going out to the 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 backers, whoever's um, you know. Obviously, J- uh, Jamie's done quite a, a lot of um, uh, original art for for his side of things. So um, within that mixture of forty whatever it was, uh, there'll be eight or nine. Or, I don't know how they're going to distribute it, but. I don't know if it's requested by people or whatever, but yeah, long, long answer, short or long, <laughs> short, whatever. I talked a long time. Uh, no, I haven't sold any of the Kid Phantom pages. And um, for the last few books, because of um, the amount of workload and not being in the office a lot, um, you know, I've been doing everything on the iPad. So um one to six is all original pages, uh, like traditional, and then seven and eight have all been done um, on the iPad. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I still haven't decided. It's not that people have been sort of pestering me for it, though. I think I've only sort of got what, maybe two requests, not including maybe Dan, I know. He's probably mentioned it once mm. before. Well, if you want to add to it, when you do, oh, let you us know. <laughs> I'll let you know. I, just, I, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't like pestering artists, you know, because I figure when you <laughs> yes, sell, you then do. I'll jump on board. Yes, you do. You <laughs> live for pestering artists. That's <laughs> just for podcasts. <laughs> I, I I drew two pictures for the the Bengali yeah. um, Explorers mm. Club dinner. I was going to ask uh, about those, and, and one of those. Oh, sorry, they're both sort of the Vietnam uh, kind universe, of, yeah. aren't they? And but yeah. one's Kid Phantom, and one's the the one's, full grown yeah, Phantom. One's, one's Phantom, and I just kind of I don't. You've probably seen it on Facebook. One is he's sort of wearing a. Um, uh, there was a, a the Australian sort of um, floppy hat, and you know, so it's kind of yeah. based on that with the pants. 
And the other one, yeah, I did a kid fandom and I just thought it'd be fun to stick him in a helmet. Um, I guess it reminds me of, um, um, I don't know, Tank Girl or the Gorillas. I wasn't really thinking that, but someone mentioned it afterwards and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, but I was thinking about it and, and, and I've got to, obviously, I don't like bringing things to sell at the table because I'm there to help through and promote yeah. through and the books, you know, so I don't want to uh, undercut Take away them. from them, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's you know, I don't want to sort of bring a licensed prints or anything like that. Mm. Uh, but but I, on the on the other hand, I'm, I'm forking out a, a bit to kind of travel down, as, as you guys are too. Um, but I, um, uh, you know, I've got to wait another month until I'm back teaching again. So um, what I decided I'd do, um, obviously I want to get a few more NAM pages done um, between now and the time I see Glenn, so then I'll probably only have maybe five or six pages left until I knock that one over. Um, but I might do uh, three uh, 11 by 17, you know, comic-sized um, extra drawings and just see if anyone wants to purchase it on the side. But it's not something that I'm necessarily going to have um, on the table or anything like that. I might just go, I might just up online uh, on my page. Again, I don't like to, I don't want to gouge, I don't like gouging fans. I don't like gouging fandom fans by like jumping on the forums or the pages. And, and, and to be honest, apart from the fandom collector, I'm not on any of the others because. Apart from what about Chronicle Chamber fan fans? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I like, and I like the fandom collector. <laughs> But I, ha- I can't, I can't have that stuff in nice the you know, yeah. 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 mentally, you know, they're not everybody's a, a kid fandom fan. And sometimes the, the trolls just like to be dicks and share their dislike for some reason. I don't know, uh, but it's not something to read at four in the morning when I'm tired and I'm drawing a page. So, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I don't understand why they can't just scroll on or keep to themselves. But anyway. Yeah. Um, it's not for them, it's for the kids. If so. you can figure That's that it. one out, you'll become a very rich man. <laughs> <laughs> so the so stuff on, so the stuff in front of you on the table then is mostly going to be kid fandom type stuff, uh, books and um, universe cards and that sort of thing that you can sign and. Yeah, oh yeah, anything that that people uh, buy from uh, Glenn and Renee and Fru, um, absolutely. Um, uh, whatever they bring. Um, I will deface and devalue whatever anyone wants me to do. Um, um, and then I'll just, as I said, I'll have these two or three little the phantom drawings that I'm purposely not going to draw them sort of name or, or maybe even kid phantom. Um, but I have a couple of ideas. I've got one idea that I, I'll probably spoil. It's um, one of my favourite stories, and I know Jermaine's a fan of this story because he's mentioned it to before, but The Mass Marvel. I'm drawing one at the moment where the Phantom's sitting in a, in a boxing ring corner. He's obviously gone through a few rounds and I'll have maybe, you know, Duran as his corner man or something like that and yeah, just cool. kind of play. I like to kind of play on a few of those things, but not necessarily. Um, uh, I don't want to undercut anything that, that, like the Nam thing that I'm throwing into the, the dinner because I want people want that then then they'll bid and that money goes to the hospital yeah, so sure. that's, yeah. that's my, my and, and you 
in the same way, and I think your your interest and enthusiasm for knowing more about the Vietnam War, that's clearly come out. We've heard about you being a Rambo fan, but you're also a big boxing fan as well, um, oh, yeah. Muhammad Ali and all that sort of thing. So it's still Absolutely. it's still certainly in your wheelhouse and, and something that you'll be able to bring a lot of uh, knowledge and experience to. Well, yeah, it's, it's just fun. I guess when I used to do just sort of um, self-published comics and go on to um, artist alleys at cons, I was never a great a great sort of salesman at the print side of things because I didn't want to do a lot of prints and I didn't want to do the popular trends. Mm. I just like to draw things that I kind of like and hope people kind of dig it. So where some people would have Deadpools and Harley Quinns and, and sort of Batman stuff uh, or whatever, the if a popular movie had dropped, you know, Rocket Raccoon and Groot, and I'd have... Clint Eastwood, Man With No Name, and Terminator 2 or Bruce Lee, and wonder why no one wants to buy him. Or <laughs> maybe if, if at least a couple of people come by and buy him, you have an interesting conversation because they're kind of into the same thing you are. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, so yeah. I just want to yeah. Do a, it's those chats uh, again, isn't it? Maybe just riff on a few of those and, and see if anyone's interested. Uh, if not, it doesn't matter. I just had fun drawing them. But uh, I mm. just thought... You know, like a lot of people are, are sell commissions and, and stuff like that, and I don't really have a lot of time to kind of deep dive into other people's commissions right now. Mm. Uh, but maybe I would squeeze that in and it would help sort of subsidise the time, I guess. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Whether... Yep. It's think, I'm, awesome. I'm just thinking loud here and it's not making much sense. Mm. So. No, no, it's, 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 it's all very interesting. So... Um, one of the questions that I know Jermaine's been asking everybody as we go is um, about um, if you had a tip for someone who's coming along to uh, the convention, perhaps a first-timer, someone who hasn't been along to uh, many of these sorts of things. Um, you've been to quite a number, both as a creator and, and as a fan. Um, what, would you, what would you say to someone who's coming to Supernova, a, a tip for them to survive? Oh, okay. Um, I guess... Um, Bring, bring cash, because um, sometimes it can be it's it ATMs empty or the lines are long. Not everybody has FPOS. I found that I bought one of those little squares, like those little FPOS machines for your phone, and I sold the majority of my Phantom comics at the Gold Coast Supernova. Um, majority of them were card. Yeah, right. So uh, I'll bring that again just in case. Like for those three yeah. drawings mm. I do, if anyone wants to buy them, if it's easier um, than the cart and then they get their receipt or whatever. So I'd say in lieu of bringing a card, if you don't want to do that or you're nervous about your chip or skimming or whatever, um, bring cash. Yeah. Um, obviously have it in maybe a, a bum bag or a um, one of those uh, money belts, not necessarily pockets because mm. you're not concentrating when you pull things out. Um, bring uh, water, um, comfortable shoes because the floors are usually concrete. Um, the weather can be topsy turvy in Sydney as well, so you know, pack a jumper or something. Oh, it's just uh, always cold in Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> backpack, um, um, snacks because you're only ever going to line up at a sort of a hot chip place or whatever and the queues are big. So if you bring like muesli bars or fruit or something like that, it's long lasting or 
Uh, oh, and um, uh, I just heard Amanda yell out, hand sanitizer, because you shake <laughs> the hands. Yeah. Um, and the, the number one thing people come away with a con is uh, con crud or, or, or flu. Yeah. Um, sanitizer is a big one. That's a good um, one. That's what just, I probably recommend. The or first if, one I ever went to, I got um, – I got the bird flu. Uh, was it? No, swine flu. <laughs> yeah. And um, me and my wife, we had, um, we had like, planned like a week um, after the convention. So the first first weekend oh. I ever went to, and we spent that whole week in, in bed in the hotel. We got the hotel <laughs> down by the beach and down in uh, Cronulla and some other nice places, and we spent the whole time in bed, crook. Uh, that's not crook. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely um, hand, hand sanitizer. So that's a good one. You know. So does that does that count for you guys as well? Oh yeah, because oh, so. <laughs> they're shaking hands with us. All the people that are only allowed out of their basement once or twice. <laughs> I actually try not to um, put it on in front of people after I've shook hands. <laughs> You know, because particularly if I bring if I bring pencils or iPad or sketching, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping I'll have the opportunity if people would like. I'd love to do sketch covers while I'm there. And I owe um, uh, Mara, shout out to Mara, Mara as well. Um, uh, her father sent me a sketch cover, which I completed uh, about a month ago. But, you know, uh, the funny hours that I keep, I, uh, post offices are never open for me. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm just going to bring it with me and plus something extra for having it for so long. I might do another little sketch and chuck in one of those work in progress books. I don't think she got one of those. So, um, mm. yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, oh, it's uh, Alan, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Alan. Yeah. Alan's a good man. Um, Mario's a good kid. So, yeah, pretty yes, good. Definitely. Um, I like I that one. I that I would think of. Apart from if you if you if you're a print person or a or a original art person, you might want to bring a, a folder to slip yep. that stuff into if you don't like it rolled up. Mm. Um, and um, I usually, uh, if I've got to travel anywhere, I I don't go down the middle. I um, <laughs> take the outside yeah. fringes. Yeah. It's usually less traffic. Yeah, yeah especially on that Saturday. It was yeah, yeah. when it gets very full. Or if you get stuck in a crowd, you just uncontrollably cough like you've got some disease, <laughs> and it's amazing how like people will actually start to part the ways for it. It's like it's like Moses incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> <They're, they're all, laughs> they all start looking for the hand sanitizer. <laughs> Jesus, all right. <laughs> and a backpack for all those comics that are. Uh, Renee's going to upsell everybody on. So. <laughs> He's a master. I love that. Oh. Used to, years ago, I worked at David Jones, five-star selling. And, uh, I mean, he, 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 the language might not be there, but he's very good at the upsell. And um, it's, mm. it's, all, uh, it's all really well done. So, yeah, it's good yeah. to see the boss. Work. Excellent. That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> Well, we appreciate uh, we appreciate your time. Um, I'm just no, gonna get time out. 
I think it, I think we sold it to you as a, a 10, 15 minute chat. Um, it's, fine. it's fine. Sometimes I don't get to start till this time anyway. So I'll, I'll draw for a few hours and then go to sleep or do a bit of reading. And I might actually finish a book that I started. Six <laughs> anyway. so. That's uh, awesome. Well, no, we really appreciate it. We look forward to uh, catching up in person again. Yeah. Um, and I'll make sure I'll uh, hand sanitize before I shake your hand. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you you know who will be listening to the podcast because everyone will be bringing out little tubes of hand sanitizer. It's probably something now that's going to be a thing that I didn't want to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll be Amanda's fault. She called out. That, yeah, is, that's it. that is true. Let it be on the record that it wasn't my idea. Uh, <laughs> and I can also hurt people. That should also be on the record there as well. So, yeah. uh, awesome. <laughs> well, well, no, we really appreciate it. Yeah, um, I, should, I look forward to I catching up. Uh, I have a reason to come down, catch yeah. up with you, gents. Um, please give my best to Stephen. I know he's, he's usually... Uh, the man that cannot be on the podcast all the time. So. Yes. yes. <laughs> he's, he's busy directing um, uh, production of Les Mis. So oh, uh, fantastic. that is that it's is good. keeping him busy. Mm. Excellent. So, as the joke will go, he will be Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a shout out to Jamie on that one. Uh, Jamie Johnson, that was not my joke. That was his joke. <laughs> uh, I think that's gave you credit. All right, well done, Jim. <laughs> um, but no, thank you. Uh, Dan, anything? No, good there? on you, Paul. Thanks very much, mate. And uh, looking forward to catching up with you when we get down there. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, gents. Always um, appreciate people remembering that I'm here. Proof <laughs> 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 of life. It's always good. That's uh, it. Cool. Thank you. And make sure you give our best to Amanda as well. Oh, absolutely. And to your families as well. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, mate. Thanks. No worries. And our last guest for this special super, uh, Supernova podcast is the one and only Glenn Ford, uh, part owner of Fruit Publications, uh, the man who basically runs the place, and the man who has graciously uh, given us his time to be able to talk all things Supernova and Lee Fort Memorial Bengala Explorers Club dinner and the whole Mecca weekend. Uh, Mr. Glenn Ford, uh, Mr. Glenn Ford, hello, welcome, and thank you. How are you? Good thinking. Hello. That's thank, thank you so much um, for giving us some of your time yes. tonight, Glenn. We really appreciate it. We know yeah. that it's a massively busy period of time for you, and uh, taking some time out to to speak to us and the fans. Um, yeah, we all really appreciate it. Not a problem. Awesome. So. Um, as we're recording this, it's uh, it's late. Dan's still at work, and um, uh, has your wife asked you where you are yet, Dan? No, and I've turned the phone on silent. So, oh, good <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> so <Bad> we <laughs> so we won't try and keep up uh, everyone's time. And, and Glenn, we know that uh, you've just completed a marathon time to get everything ready for Supernova. So. Um, how about we get straight into it, and um, can we ask you some questions, Glenn, about what will be at the fruit booth this year? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So, okay. what's um, the fruit booth this year? <laughs> well, um, first of all, of course, the, uh, the training card series is finished, so um, I, can, I can 
yeah, well, you know, just um, start taking a few phone calls now, I guess. Um, <laughs> you must be so pumped um, to have that yeah. to have that done. Sorry, you must be so relieved and, and so thrilled to, uh, to oh, actually have that been, finished. It's been like a like a what is it, a three year job or something like that. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I'm dealing with with like close to a hundred artists. It's like dealing with yeah. like a hundred of me. You know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and some people were like, took took like you know up to a year to do them because they were just busy yeah. because it's, it's not a yeah. not a big yeah, yeah. priority. Um, and, and you know some people um, had better things to do in, in their lives, yeah. I guess. Um, so, but it all got done, yeah, and it's, it's looking amazing. It's looking fantastic. Um, mm. Just a couple of little mistakes that I made along the way, um, which I don't think will be a, a, a big importance. I put a Phantom Gallery series number three on the lid of the um, of the box. Uh, because uh, we all know it's number two, which is on the side of the box, so it's <laughs> a little discrepancy there. And there's, a, a, I think, a couple of numbers wrong in the series. But as long as you follow the the um, the, the, uh, the little index for the catalog in the back, you'll be you'll be fine. That's all you need to do. Doesn't matter how awesome. often you proofread that sometimes you miss some things. Yes. Oh, look, you know, I had um, I had, I went through two sets of proofs. It wasn't until the very end, after it had already been printed, that I saw that one card had actually repeated. And, you know, you think, oh, you look at that and, and they just jump out like, well, you know, like, um, well, yeah, they just like jump out like, the yeah, like yep. you know what I'm about to But when you look at it day after day, you just don't notice things like that. So I had to go and get that card printed and, and put in separately. So to, to, oh. a, a, a guy on, on tap grabbing the card and putting it in the right position as it comes through the um the, the oh, turnstile. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That would have been a fun anyway. job. So can we ask uh, yeah. you some questions about the gallery trading card series? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm pumped about this. Uh, just for the record, for those who have come in late, this is part two from the series that came out in 95 or 96. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I think it was 90. I think it was 90. No, I think it was 96, actually, if I remember, I could be wrong. Okay, yeah. so that's 23 years, is my maths correct? Yep. Mm. Yep, okay. like yesterday. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, has the story finished in part two, or will we be getting a part yeah, three? Yeah, all, all wrapped up. And, and okay. The story in itself, it's, um, it's, it's a shorter story. Um, yeah. When I, when I first approached um, uh, and, and Chuck Dixon, um I had no idea how they're going to wrap it up because if you remember in the first story, they um, they bumped into this nasty um, South African guy who um, thought he put the Phantom away, mortally um, yeah. wounded him almost. Um, and I thought, well, how, the, how are they going to get the Phantom out of uh, Africa, um, find this guy somewhere in the world and swore his pains all in one episode? And um, Chuck just um, threw it away and just... Um, started at, at the um, at chapter two, basically put him um, put him in, in um, uh, I think it was Shanghai, and off they went. And really, really clever stuff. Um, so that that turned out really well. Um, I got uh, someone in to do a bit of covering for me. Um, a couple of guys actually. Um, yep. One of them being Luca Rubetta, who's done some wonderful covers for um, for uh, Eggman. Oh, recently. yeah. Have yeah. you seen his latest one, the the Noi? Yeah. The Nor? Yeah, he's, he's done one for us uh, for a couple of months down the track. He's just wonderful, really good. Yeah. And uh, and, and Massimo's colours is another Luca as well. He's done, done some colouring as well. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, 
and there's a there's a Cyberry uh, level one chase car. That's the uh, the hard one to get. I think it's one of those in every two boxes or something like that. So you have to, be have to buy to two boxes. That. Yeah, but they may not be the right two boxes. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Probably got to buy four uh, or five to be sure. Uh. <laughs> or you could get could be lucky and get two. Yeah. So, how many? Um, can we talk? Uh, can we talk? How much money I'm going to have to start packing? How much uh, is there? Like nine cards in a pack. Thirty-six packs in a box is nine cards in a pack. Okay. Um, and in each pack, you'll get a um, you'll get a chase card of some sort. Um, and it's uh, what is it? Nine times thirty-six makes it a hundred and I think hundred and eighty per box. And I think we're doing a they gave a one seventy whole scale, but I think I'm. Um, at uh, Supernova, that there'll be a special price of um, one fifty, something like that. One fifty um, a box. Yeah, for Supernova weekend. Yeah. Okay. 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 And and and, that, and that's a nice little. Um, they'll you'll have individual packs available for the kids and that sort of thing as they walk around oh, as yeah. well. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we try. I've done a promo card, and we'll try and get that into the show bag on the way in as well. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. And so, if, uh, what we oh, might do, if you're lucky, Jermaine is um, have a double dip and has some over at uh, Perth as well. I think from the sounds of it. Oh wow! Perth okay. Supernova. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, oh, if I haven't spent too much money, my wife's um, left me. When, when's Perth? <laughs> is that the week after still? Yeah, it's the week after. Yeah. Yeah, you, you won't have any money left. Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> give you a break for more than a week. I can tell you. Uh, so we've got the super special card which is the one in every two boxes which is the cybari yep there's also a uh, a carton card which one in every carton which is which is a lovely piece by massimo and um okay how how many boxes because he posts everything um well what will probably it comes in 10 boxes of carton but what we'll probably do is to get, a, to get a wholesale order, um, you just need to buy five boxes, essentially. So we'll probably throw them throw into one in every five just to make it a bit easier. All right. Well, I, I hope the good uh, people at Kaboom Comics are listening and uh, are going to get a, a, a carton of uh, cards in and I will have words with the owner about that uh, that special card that might come with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, if, if not, if not we, we, uh, look, who knows, we may even have them singly down the track uh, on, on, the, on the Phantom Zone side. Okay. Yep. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with all of that, but, um, you know, we're, we're open to suggestions. Oh, we're at, we're at just focusing on Supernova right now. Yeah, I'm sure. and, at the, and at the moment, it's just exciting that they're available. At all yes. So. Yes, yep. exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep. So, so how many levels of special cards? So we've got the Super Super Rare. <laughs> okay. Yep, the normal chase card, which is just, it's a... The Phantom's printed on a white opaque all over a, a silver foil background. Yep. Now, there's the level two, which is three Sal Baluto cards, um, and they have a, a, an emboss as well as a, the, the foil. And there's the, the level one, the, the Cy Barry one, is, um, and, and the the, um, the Massimo Chase card are all embossed and debossed. Wow. Yeah. Wow! So, oh, it's, so it's been so long since I've been playing yeah. at cards. This is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's so long since 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 you've used that word emboss or deboss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is this a huge like we're trying to trying to 
stay focused here. Uh, is this a yeah. huge weight off your shoulders, like just getting oh, this yeah, far? Yeah. yeah, now I can get back to work, you know. Because <laughs> this has been not only, you know, like you said, you, you did it three, started the process three years ago, but like we said, the gallery was back in, what, 96. So that's mm. a yeah. 20, 20 plus year uh, wait or process or, or, or journey from your perspective. Like, it, it must just be. I don't know, like, do you just sleep better at night, like, with a smile on your face, knowing that it's oh, done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep, you bet. <laughs> and, and so just to stay focused, um, is, is, that the big t- <laughs> is that the big ticket item um, for Supernova? Is that sort of the... Uh, yeah, I would say so. We've also got a, um, a graphic novel coming out as well, which which, which is um, which, which would be nice. It's um, I think you've all seen parts of it over the years. It's the one with... Um, Illustrated by uh, Giancarlo Caracusa. Ah, uh, yes. Believe it or not, yes. Is, is, is Italian. So, um, and it's um, it's written by, um, well, Gabriel Enrique, as he's um, as he's called, um, who's the guy that wrote the very first uh, Kid Phantom. Kid Phantom, yep. Yep, yep. And it's just a it's just a story about um, it's about two phantoms, the sixth and the uh, the twenty first, and they they're both sharing a common dream, and and the latest one is trying to foil these. Um, Kidnappers um, who are terrorising America and, um, and and using parts of this dream to, to help him solve it. Um, it, oh, okay. it doesn't, to be honest, it doesn't reach a. Um, it's an ongoing villain, so it doesn't it doesn't he doesn't get caught in the end. It, it, it will be ongoing, but um, this one is is, is um, well, it's pretty pretty well wrapped up in the first issue. You'll be able to okay. and, and enjoy it and wait for the so next. So, is it like a soft cover trade paperback? Yeah, it's like, the, um, it's like the um, like the Swedish graphic novels, I guess. Yep. Um, okay. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know the ones, the ones that are slightly. Yeah, I think they like call the, them uh, soft cover albums. <laughs> yep. I'm yeah. sure. Whatever the Swedish is for that. And, and uh, what's the what's the price point on that one, Glenn? That will be. Um, I think it's twenty bucks. Oh, that's and, a nice um, price. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a. a um, Supernova price, but we'll have to check that. Um, yeah. And if, if so, Supernova price is less or more? Uh, more. <laughs> but more when we see you coming. <laughs> yeah, I love you too, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for those, again, for those who came in late, this um, you, you first talked about this graphic novel back in autumn of 2017 in the Australian Cartoonists Association magazine Ink Spot, yep. Glenn. So again, it's been a while yep. in the... Um, a yep. while in the pipeline. It had to be. Um, King didn't. King didn't want to do it because of the, the whole terrorist um, um, oh. nature to it. Okay. Um, really, they, they they really frown upon that sort of. I, I understand it. it it's um, you know having your office in New York and and you know being being not mm, to that sensitive. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, but because it had been done and because we wanted to print it, they they gave in and said yep uh, this once, and so we had to make a few changes and. and and out it went. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. It's it's um yeah that's in- interesting because I remember seeing the artwork from this and maybe reading yeah. the article and stuff like that as well. So it's um it's it, oh, I guess it's good to see it finally come. And so is the cover by the same artist? Yeah, yeah, by Jan Color. Yeah, yep, yep. Okay. Cool. Um. Okay. So just to recap, we have got the trading card series. Uh, boxes are 150. 
then we've got all the different levels. We've got a trade paperback, which will be around the twenty dollars. Yep. What else? <laughs> well, a graphic novel because it's um. Yeah. We, we tend, tend to call it the new stuff and not the reprints of graphic novel uh, where we are. Um, yep. Right. Yeah. We've got um, well the jam cover. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the the special cover is um, um, the newsstand cover has been drawn by well the whole story is a um, uh, it's a it's a reprint of Black Rain if you remember that one. The Black Love. Yep. Um, yep. Um, and um, the covers by uh, Jeff Weigel. Yes, that, so, that's um, the newsstand version. Yeah, that's the newsstand, and he'll he's also um, he's done the issue after, which is a story that he's both written and drawn. Uh-huh. And um, and we'll, I think we'll have that in for Supernova, so we, we can you, I can show you that too. Yeah, sure. okay. Um, people, by the time people listen to this, they've already heard Jeff speak because Jeff actually started this podcast. And uh, he was pretty excited to be coming over and was bringing the original art for that story that he's written mm. and yeah. uh, drawn. Yeah. Look, um, looks yeah. looks lovely. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. He's, um, um, yeah, really love his stuff. So that's so the story that he's created, that's the issue after? Is that that's correct? Yeah. Yeah. We had it scheduled for, for much later in the year, but he just finished it so quickly. We thought, well, why don't we take it up and... That way, we mm. can basically get him to sign it while he's there. <laughs> oh, awesome. oh, so there'll be copies of it available at Supernova as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, okay, sweet. So and, uh, that means we're, we're we can just using all the, get um, him to sign it. Yeah, we're just using the cover that he that he that he'll have for sale as the cover for this issue as well. So it all ties in. Excellent. Oh, yes. Okay, and so, and so the you mentioned the, the jam artist for the sorry, sorry the artist for the mm-hmm. jam cover. Uh, oh, it's a normal five. It's um, Jamie, Chewy, um, Jeremy, um, Jason, and Shane. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And that'll that'll be there. Um, oh, cool. And Tony has done the issue before, uh, as you probably know by now. Yes, um, yes. And um, so he'll be there as well, but signing that. Okay, so he's okay. not on the jam. No, he okay. he. Um, I, I, I don't think he enjoys himself at Supernova too much because it, it's such a long day for him, the poor guy. He, uh, yeah. He's going to go to dinner at night and um, and uh, it's just too much to expect. And so, um, yeah. yeah, we just made it easy for him. Fair enough. Yeah, so, yeah. So while we're talking about the um, people who are there, we've mentioned Jeff. Will he have his own booth? Did, will he, or will he? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. I think that's part of the part of the deal. You know? Yeah. Okay. And so he'll be around. Um, Jamie Johnson, yep. Chewy, uh, Jeremy, Jason, Shane Foley, Antonio. Um, any other artists that you know will be there? Yeah, uh, Paul, Paul Mason will be there. Um, and uh, Andrew, who has a stand, if he gets at the uh, at the con, will be floating in and out as he does anyway. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, cool. And Grange is coming as well. Hi, Grange. Well, yep, that's right. Yep. Yep. So yeah. will he be at the free booth for some periods oh, yeah. of the time? Or? Yep, of yep. course. Yep. Yep. For as long as he wants. Yep. He's, he's been knocking out some awesome covers lately. I've, moment, I've hasn't seen he? some of them. Yeah, they look great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And we've got um, we've got some new posters. He's done one of them. Um, he did a. Um, he did one uh, for the um, oh, what was it called? The the, uh, the last sword of Glastonbury or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Part one or part two, and yeah, really mystical one. 
He did it um, when he first submitted it. He did a um, like a red flame background, and it looked okay. but it fought a bit too much with the with the red logo. So he came back with the with the blue background. So okay, we'll take that, but we printed the red one on a poster as well, so you'd be oh. able to see that. Oh. And, uh, well. yeah. Okay, so we got posters as yeah, well yeah, as. Yeah. It's yep, just, that. It's just um, keep on coming. The um, the Glenn Lumsden one that um, uh, he did for the, uh, the the New Year's issue, if you remember that, the double wraparound Rex issue. Ah, uh, yes. It's a poster. Um, there's one that I found from um, uh, Keith Chatter, which um, oh. which looks like it was done as a pin up on a poster. So it, it, it's um, yeah, tailor made for the exercise. There's one from. Um, Jason, for a, um, I think for a, um, a, a V story that he's doing down the track. Um, uh, Jason the, Paulus? Jason v. Yep. Yep. And um, what's the fifth one? Um, oh, a Salvaluto one, which, which he supplied us years ago. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Uh, well, so that's, so are, are, they, are you selling them as a set of five or...? Uh, if you want them, yeah, there'll be a, a, you know, a supernova price, of course, so we'll sort that out. Uh, and, yep. and probably a cheaper price at a set of five if you're crazy enough to do that. Yep. Well, you, now, you know who you're talking to, don't you, Glenn? <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> but um, now, the problem just, is, just for, says, oh, no, the everyone said, "Oh, that's great! You could better do that as a poster." And we do, and all three people who, who um, ask for them buy them, so that, they don't really sell very well. So we've got these done um, digitally. Okay. So they're just done in small numbers, um, just just uh, which is why uh, that uh, we charge fifteen for them normally. They, they went up from twelve, or whatever. Because they they cost us more than that to print. So yeah. they are they still the A two size though. I oh, yeah yeah and they could good good, good um, it's like a photo stock quality as well. Yeah cool. Yeah. Yep. Now um, just for we'll our a couple of class. folios. Yep. A couple of folios. Um, Yep, there's one which is just the, the, the jam cover, which is um, yep. the scene this year is pirates and um, um, all five. Yes, all five of the, the jam cover artists um, uh, reproduced uh, as a folio, and the other one is a, a mini an A4 one uh, with all of the, the giant size covers from Glenn Lumsden. Oh, okay. all, all nine or all. All eight. It was. It came out before number. Oh, okay. Nine, number nine oh, so there'll be eight. Uh, but, but with an extra one thrown in. He's done a, like a faux cover, just just to just oh. to round it off a bit. Yep. Oh wow! Cool. Thank. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. So um, let's just. So that's everything new. And... Okay. Yes. Uh, what didn't make it was a. Um, we had a first of our legacy series coming out. And you ask, you say, well, what is a legacy series? And I say, well, funny you should ask. It's a, um, <laughs> it's a, uh, a reprint of the, um, but we're just going to do some, some old reprints. Uh, the first three off the track were um, the uh, Phantom Adventures, if you remember them, the three issues. And um, they're done as a hardcover. Uh, and again, it's, it's 20 bucks. Um, um, but done, um, done in good quality and done with a, with a, um, with a, a tricky cover. It's got like a, um, uh, it's called a flock cover. It's got a um, like a furry feel to it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Th- okay. So that's all. That that that's in Hong Kong being printed, but it won't be back in time. That there was just 
I just complications with um, what everyone was calling the cover. And, okay. um, yeah. You know, do we bleed here and do we bleed there and just get everything in the right order? That just okay. took time. So that'll, yeah. that'll probably hit the free website down the track. Yeah, and I can show you the cover um, when you come in. I'll show you what the proof looks like. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, no, that'll got, be amazing. Got a, got a, yeah, it's got a gorgeous um, uh, Chris Wall cover. Just beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, these are fork yeah, stories, yeah. is that correct? Uh, there were three in Phantom Adventures. Yeah. It, no, Leaf, yeah. Uh, Leaf Orc. Leaf Orc, sorry. And, yeah, they, they, were, they were like a prosing. There was almost um, like a... Um, it was like a, like a, a written story with, with little spot illustrations throughout. Oh, righto. Okay. Yeah. So are they the ones out of the um, – so yes, when you say adventures, that's is that out of the 1950s or 60s? Um, yeah, 50, 55 and 56, I think they were. Yeah, and that was the – I know the – I think there was a set of four of those. Is that correct? There, no, there, there were only three. Three. We're, we're so re- it's reprinting all three, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Yep. Um, so that's that's it. That's enough for me. That's a great. So, uh, Jim, you've been trying Should to recap re- a few things. So, just to yeah. Go let's, over. let's let's recap. So, have have you got them written down, Dan? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a list here. So, okay. the the cards that were advertised, so the the gallery um, two is out at one hundred and fifty dollars a box. Or, or, all three, whichever one you want to call it. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's> flexible <laughs> now. <laughs> um, How much for uh, Trading Card Series 2? Yeah. This is yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, you got a, have you got a price point for just a, a single uh, pack of cards, Glenn? Um, I think it'll be three three ninety five or something like that. Okay, well, we we won't uh, hold you to that. We won't we'll hold you, you to you know, it, yeah. But somewhere yeah, around the yeah. $5 mark or, or thereabouts yeah, or uh, just under. Normally four ninety five, but I think for the show we'll do it with three ninety five. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, or, or the full box at 150 and you've got to get a couple of those yeah. to think that you might get yeah. a Sobari card. Um, yeah. there's, a, there's a, bind, a binder um, done as well, which looks nice. Oh, Is that available at the show or later? Yeah, that'll be the, yeah that's all done. Yep, that's it. Okay. All right. Um, I'm it's, glad it's, like those, it's like those. It's like the daytime TV shows of you know the. Uh, but the wait, there's more. Yeah, but wait, there's more. And if you order now, come you on get down. This. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And people can go back and re-listen to try and catch up on all of the chase cards and and all of that sort of thing. The graphic novel, which is the sort of Khalif, I think I've just seen when I looked yep, it up. Yep, that's the one. Um, yep. yep. Um, for around the $20 mark as well. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, the jam cover of the Black Glove, which is going to be that Supernova exclusive um, with the, yep. with the artists that you talked about. Um, A2 yep. posters with uh, Grange, Glenn Lumsden, Keith Chatto, which I think is really cool. Jason Paulos and Sal Voluto, um, which is a really... It's a really interesting collection of, of artists there. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. The the two folios the norm, the regular I guess A three for want of a better size uh, name uh, size which is the pirates the black glove um, gem which is the gem yep yep and the A yep. four Glenn uh, Glenn Lumberson giant size covers which is really cool and and I'm very yep. excited yep. by all of the artists and, and mm. creators that you've talked about who are going to be appearing I think that's um, the favourite thing for a lot of people who go to 
these um, conventions is actually meeting up with the artists and and being able to have those conversations. Sketch covers, I assume, you'll have sitting there as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all, all over the place. Yep. Um, and, and uh, you know, we've got two now, so you've got a choice of either one from any of the artists, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We've tried to... It's a shame we didn't get that... Um, the, the Phantom Adventures in, because we, we've tried to make it a real mix of old and new. With, with like, yeah. The Keith's um, shadow poster, amongst the posters, for example. Yeah, um, it's got a real nice old world to uh, tilt to it, and um, yeah, look, I don't know how it's going to go uh, on online, but um, it would have been nice to have some some, you know, some hardcore fans uh, see mm. and touch. It. Anyway. Well, maybe what we can do. Are you did you say you've got a prototype of it? Yeah, I've got just just the front cover printed out. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, cause but, if you but, had a... but in it, in its in its full effect, so you can you can yeah. see, you can feel it. Yeah. Oh, with the with the yeah, okay. Because I was yeah. thinking maybe we could um maybe we could do like a uh, like a review while we're in Sydney, and then we can post that up for when it goes when it goes out. Yeah. Um, to help you know generate some interest and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because it really is just um I mean it's it's one for the one for the fans because it's not. They're very hard to get. When you see them um, on eBay, they they fetch, you know, three four hundred dollars yeah. each. No way. Um, yeah. So they're not they're not um, you know they're, they're fairly scarce. Yeah, no, they are. And I know I was talking to one fan, um, and he's it's taken him about ten years to get all three. And I believe you've only just gotten all three recently as well. Is that am I correct in remembering that, Glenn? Which one? The- the three of the pros adventures. Am I right in saying that? It, sorry, am I? Can you hear me better now? Yep. Um, I was just commenting about following on your comment about how they were hard to find. Um, am I right in saying that you've only recently completed the set yourself? Yeah, I had one for years, and then I had to hunt around for two or three, but but I found them. And yeah. Uh, are those three yeah. copies the ones that you've used as the... Um, yeah, uh, to, to scan, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that's cool in itself. Yeah. And, and look, there's more, more to come too. There's, um, we'll, we'll probably do all of the, um, uh, the, the Super Yang comics at some stage, um, and we'll probably do all of the, um, the giant size uh, at some stage. And there's also all of the... Um, well, a lot of people don't know them, all of the rarities and stuff that... Uh, the other stuff that they used to publish, um, things like um, the Suicide Squad and, and the Angel Brigade, and um, um, what was it called? Um, a boxing kid. Um, so I can't remember, but there's, and there's a caveman. There's a, a Molo the Mighty, and um, um, all, all these things. The Green Skeleton, which um, uh, which was on the giant size, number yeah. the, the yeah. annual, yeah. yeah. So would they and, um, be in the giant size, or would they be in these legacy they, series? They've been a, a special, a special like rarities issue. Okay. okay. Yep. So will you include the Phantom with those for the Phantom collectors, or is it more for like the other? I don't. Type of I don't. Collector? I don't think so. I don't think it's, it's for the. Um, it's for the rare breed that um, that, that will read everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, that's because that in, in, inside, inside they're just straight reprints. It's just um, yeah. yeah. 
nothing nothing special or strange out of the ordinary. Yeah. And but the prose ones say, definitely interest me. Yeah. Let me also say that when I introduce as a man that does everything at through, that it, it's a very good team there. Um, <laughs> apart from uh, Renat, is Dudley and, and, and Char and Frank, who are um, working very hard all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no doubt about that. I, I think that was fairly tough. I think it was more, yeah, more tough and <laughs> Yep. More, more buttering up. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, so that's probably it, actually more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> did it work? Uh, yeah, 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 just talk to me about the, the special discount when you come in. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll do that. <laughs> okay. Um, well, yeah. Um, now, I just wanted to say one quick. It's, there's so many things we could talk about, um, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. Now, with those A2 prints, um, yep. just a, a note for all our listeners. Last year, they have sold out from last year very quickly. I'm led to believe there's yep. only a couple of sets left after the Supernova. So if you were like me and decided I'm going to wait and buy them in a couple of months' time when you've got some money, I missed Is that out. What you did? I missed out, you yes. Really? Yes. Okay. So, if you don't, you don't know, come, and, too see, much for come, and, don't, come and see me about them. No, don't worry too much about him, Glenn. He doesn't miss out on much, and it doesn't hurt for him to pine for something that he missed. Yeah, but what, what, he, what he does miss out on, you, you hear about for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's very true. I was more, yeah. I was more saying it for the people that are like umming and ahhing and stuff like that. And, and the yeah, last yeah, year's yeah. prints were very good. And I, I just don't want people to be in the same situation as me where, unfortunately, they miss out. Uh, not everyone's got a big budget. Some people have to, um, uh, I guess, budget. And so I just wanted yeah, people to realise yeah. that, you know, that yeah. some stuff won't be around forever. And last year, those print sets weren't around forever. Yeah. Now, if you are... If you are um um, looking for something really extra, there's um, you'll we'll have on display the um, the, the cover that uh, Chris Wall did for the, the Phantom Adventures book, um, and we're doing that. We can do that as a door poster if we get um, if we get two or more people who are interested. Um, they <laughs> I become think we've got a two uh, right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be here's a prize that they become about um, sixty bucks each because they're, they're big. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, no, I'll have, be have, have a look. You haven't scared oh, me. Oh, I got to mention there's um, also a um, a limited edition. This is for the, the high rollers. A limited edition um, uh, version of the um, the second trade paperback, which has been done in hardcover and flown around the world to get everyone to sign. And included a um, a Cyberry book plate in there as well. Oh. And how much is that one going to cost? You don't want to know. Um, Two hundred, yeah, about about that. I'd say about two hundred. It, it's it's um it's cost us that to um just to fly it around the world just to get everyone to sign. Yeah. We had to yeah sixty books in a couple of a couple of big boxes, um but it's beautiful. It's done with a um it's got a, a purple leather uh, cover and there's a uh, we've used the the um the um, um what's his name um. Is that the, the cover, cover artist? Yeah, oh, the cover Freddie, the, Williams? Um, the Freddie cover. Williams? Freddie Williams the second, yep. 
we've used his cover um, as a as a wraparound book cover on the outside. Oh wow! It's massive. Yeah, it looks it looks beautiful. So that'll you'll have those on display anyway for those of us who yep, yep. whose budgets yep, don't stretch that far. We'll be able to see them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so everyone, after you listen to this, go and yep. ring up your bank and remortgage your house, which, <laughs> funny enough, is actually a conversation I'm having with my wife, but for other issues. So um, <laughs> interest rates have gone down. So yes, yes. Just use those savings. <laughs> um. Wow, Glenn, uh, you, you've done a great job in providing us this information and providing us lots of stuff to spend money on at your booth. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, wow, I guess. And how about help? <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, awesome. Well, we we probably should start to wrap it up because um, yeah. by the time we've got this on the end of all of the other artists and whatever we've spoken to, this is starting to get to be quite a long podcast. Not everybody has mm. a plane plane flight from Perth to listen to it. Um, you're going to need the need to fly from the across the country just to listen to it. You're going to need to go buy a barley the way we go. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, oh, we, again, we thank yeah. you so much for your time, Glenn, and and uh, I'm sure lots of fans will say this over the course of the weekend as well, but thank mm. you so much for all of the efforts that you're putting into um, creating all of this stuff for us, and, and let alone the, the fortnightly comic book that we are, are, are getting. Um, oh, no, that, yeah, the, the comic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that small thing. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we really do appreciate everything you do for the fandom and, and for all yes. of our fans. You know, thank thank God it's something I enjoy. Otherwise, um, yes, you know, it, 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 all of us there, um, we we just wouldn't um, wouldn't enjoy it otherwise. It, it would show on the product. I think at the end of the day, yeah. Mm. And the product, the product by Fruit Publications has increased, you know, to the next level. Um, we all love what you're doing. Um, we've, you know, we we rave about you. We talk about what you've done and how excited we are about stuff. Um, and I'm sure. You will even you will see more of that excitement in a lot of other fans, uh, in a, in a in a little period of time as well. Yeah, not all of them, but but most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're never you're never going to um, please everyone, unfortunately. No. Um, no. Never. Yeah. So, um, Dan, anything else? No, just um, really looking forward to catching up with you again, Glenn. Mm. Um, and I hope that you are going to be able to. Put your feet up a little bit now while you wait for all of these mm. things to come in before you have to pack up and set up the um, uh, pack up and take stuff too and help and set up the free booth. Really looking forward to uh, you know shaking your hand and, and saying thanks in person and uh, hoping that we can all have a, a fantastic weekend uh, at, at Sydney and Supernova in the dinner. Yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to the dinner very much. It should be uh, it should be good fun this year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Jeff's Jeff's a great guest, and um, so will Jeff. So Jeff, I think you said before that Jeff will be at his own booth. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I that's that's how it works. So he's he's one of the yeah. special guests, so we get his yeah. own booth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Right, I cool. think the dinner's going to go off this year. There's just seeing all of the things that are being donated and um, uh, yeah. the, all of the the banter about. What, um, did you see what um, merchandise donated? Yeah. 
Who? Um, yeah. Merchant-wise, all the Bradford Exchange oh. stuff. I, yes. well, I, I was thinking I was going to might be able to uh, have enough money for the knives because I don't have the knives yet. But um, after what no, you've just talked not, about, I think I'll happen. be tapped out. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you know. I think we're going to have no money by the time Saturday night comes. And um... <laughs> well, I, I don't know what those times are going for either. They 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 could get out of hand because you you, you just yes. can't get them. But the thing about Bradford Exchange, look, they don't sell. They they destroy. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we know that. I um I miss you know that um second coin set. Yep. Yep. Um, I ordered it, and then um, as I was getting it, they destroyed all the rest, and so they gave me everything except one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, which, which, which you just won't see. Is that the the the, the um the coin that looks like a dollar? Is that they, those ones? Yeah, the, the, the one? second one, the second one. Yeah. Which which the, number was it? Do you remember? Oh, I wouldn't know. But it I've was, got about um, half a dozen with me. Uh, uh, okay, I'll I'll message you later which let, ones let, don't yeah, have. Yeah. Let, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, we appreciate your time. Um, you giving us a peek behind the curtain. I'm sure every Phantom fan is going to be excited either when they see your Facebook post or when they listen to this. Um, so yeah, no, we just thank you, Glenn. Um, thank hey, you. Pops. Yeah, good on you. Thank you very much, Glenn. Much appreciated. See you in a couple of weeks. Wow, how awesome was that, Dan? Mate, um, it's hard to know right now as we speak exactly how long this podcast is right now, but I'm going to go with over three hours of um, having listened to, uh, what, five, six different creators um, Mm. all talk about what's coming up for them at Sydney. I know we did did get distracted at different stages uh, talking about other things. I'm, uh, you know... From everyone from Grange Wallace, I'm really looking forward to catching base with him again. It was so easy to get distracted and talk about his art style and all the rest of it. Paul Mason, I wish we'd done... Uh, well, I could have talked to him oh. for, for four hours about Vietnam and his inspirations and that sort of thing. I um, reckon when when the next VM, Vietnam story comes out, we'll just do a whole Vietnam 100%. podcast. Yeah, no, we have to um, do that. Um, and to be honest, it was something we wanted to do, but then there was just everything else yeah. that got... In like I think we I think there was school camps I think there was everything else and then before we knew it it was uh, June. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, no, we we definitely um, he's really excited about his his Vietnam stories and rightly so. Anyone who's read that first one knows that he's on onto something here. And uh, yeah, yes. no, we definitely need to, to make sure that we do that touch base again. Um, as much as anything, this has, has whet my appetite to talk to all these guys again, um, whether it's at Supernova or um, or again for further podcast down the track. So, two questions. I'm going to start off with the first one. That's a good. Is Jeff Weigel's bombshell the biggest fandom news for how many years? Oh, from, an, from, from an Australian point yeah, of view. from an Australian point of view, I. How I just about wet that? myself when he said that. Well, like, oh, we we both sort of have gone. Hang on, you've got us thinking, as he said, and um and then we we're both basically in unison. We're trying we're trying to process the fact that he means phantoms coming to Australia in a newspaper strip, and then mm. when it, the penny dropped for both of us, we're both just wow. Mm. Um, that that is pretty big news. We've had we've had chats um today about. 
how often in the newspaper strip does the Phantom, um, or has the Phantom gone and visited a real country? And we know that he goes to the Misty Mountains and he goes to all of these different places that are fictional, Rhodia and all the rest of it. But in terms of going to a real country, we... In a newspaper story. In a newspaper story, yeah, absolutely. Um, we brainstormed and could come up with less than 10 between us yeah, across, and, across 80 years of history. And, and to be fair, that was a like a a 10-minute brainstorm because mm. both of us actually had work. work to do. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't tell the boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is not a, uh, a definite answer. No, no, um, no, no. But... Well, you, you, you know, I reckon if you fleshed it out and went through every single story, you're probably looking at less than, you know, probably 20 countries. Mm. And to and be fair, we cannot remember a story, a newspaper story. Let us reiterate yeah. re- that. In terms of the canon, the actual story, everything else is is nice and fun, but well, it's not. Let's just let's just let's just focus on newspaper <laughs> stories. We won't get into that argument. This Correct. podcast is long enough already. <laughs> the Phantom hasn't been to Sweden. He married a Scandinavian woman in the Tenth Phantom. Yes. But from what we and understand... And even that was just one panel in a Sunday strip. Um, oh, it was two, two panels, but, yeah, your point is that it's a, a fleeting moment. Yeah. Um, so it, it is huge. Mm. The Phantom in Australia is mammoth. Now, I yeah, it, it is going to be big. Now, mm. if you're a Patreon supporter... You would have found out about this before this podcast has, mm. has come out. Now, there's a reason for that because Patreons support us, so we support them and give them tidbits. Mm-hmm. Now, you will find out about being a Patreon supporter and how you can help out with that later on towards the end, so we will talk about that, but I just wanted to make mention of that. Mm. Uh, I'm just really excited, and, and I'll, I'll say here, we've, we've had a few little influences here and there, but if yeah. the title panel for this story winds up being the Phantom in Australia and we see week after week of him at Uluru or at the Sydney Harbour Bridge or at Wave Rock or whatever it is, that's a Chronicle Chamber influence right there because we suggested that in the chat with Jeff and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes that on board. And to be honest, I distinctly remember us talking about the Phantom coming to Australia with Tony D. Paul as well. So I don't, but I'll claim it. I'm happy with that. Oh, you know, let's, 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 let's just claim it. Um, but anyway, now we are releasing an article uh, the day after this podcast goes yep. out, which is going into more detail about those, that news. So we're not going to spend too much time no. now because it's kind of outlined in the article. And if you're a Patreon, you've probably already been very, very giddy and very excited mm. about it as well. So the big second thing... Big, the second big thing that I want to talk about is how much money are you going to spend? Have you got uh, enough? No, I do not. You... There's not yes. enough. And, and the mm. more... It was Jeff, I suppose, talking about his original art and that sort of thing. I'd love to come away with a Jeff Weigel Sunday. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to. Um, the, the Christmas cover, you know, how, how much have I banged on about... Um, Christmas covers mm. for fruit. I'd love to have that hanging on my wall. Mm. Um, and I know about it now, you know, days and days mm. and days before this even goes to air, but I just can't, just can't do it. 
Um, and let alone then all of a sudden Glenn comes out and says that of all things the bloody gallery cards are suddenly available you know <laughs> and and I'd love to be coming away with three four five boxes of those um, mm. yeah. now you we know. knew about this and like seriously it has been hard to keep this a secret um, <laughs> it's yeah. been very hard to keep this as a secret um, so $150 a box how many mm. boxes are you getting Oh. Are you going to are you going to go the carton so you get one of those specials? I I meant what I said about talking to my um, LCS and um, hoping that he might get a carton in and then and I'll I'll talk nicely to him about whatever specials that come with that. Um, no, I'm not going to get a carton myself. Um, in Sydney, mm. I'll, I'll have a look at the budget and, and I might have another talk to the wife to see if I can stretch to a second box. Uh, realistically, mm. it's probably just going to be the one. Yeah. Same as me. It'll be one, maybe two. Ideally, I would like three. Mm. So then that way I can keep one, keep one closed and then yeah. open two. And by then I should have all the chase cards and in, in theory, you should have one of the Cyberry cards as well. Mm. Mm. In theory. Um, but you know, with two folios with the with the trading card binder which you're probably gonna have to get two of those with the a2 prints i'm actually thinking i'll probably get three of those in the end Mm. because um that'll be one for me one for my 10 year old son and um one for the collection so to speak so Mm. yeah and 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 i'm really looking forward to it we've we said this off Mm. off air but i'm really looking forward to coming back with this box of trading cards and opening them with Angus, and mm. and he'll obviously get the seconds. I get, <laughs> um, I get the first set, and he'll get the second. But he'll enjoy that, um, and we'll have some fun there. And then I'm look, really looking forward to the the trading online. Um, it'll take yeah. me back to the schoolyard where we we set up where, where we have chats on, and it'll probably be Trader Joe's um, Facebook group. Um, yep. This will be the perfect place for it. I'll jump on there and say, look, I've got cards. 77 and 84, has anyone got a number 23? Who wants to trade, yes. that sort of thing? That's going to be awesome. Yes. And, and the good thing about Phantom fans is that not all of them, but majority of them are not in it for the money or anything like that. They're, they're just Phantom fans, and they're more than willing to help out mm. other Phantom fans. And, you know, they do good deals for, for other fan fans and stuff like that. So. And I do hope that most of the – they're called yeah. trading cards. I do hope that the majority of them are traded rather than, oh, I've got the Cyberry card, so who wants to give me $50 for it? Um, yeah. I've got the Cyberry card, um, but I really need these other six trace cards. So yeah. I'll, sw- I'll swap a Cyberry for six of these or, you know, that sort of stuff. I think that'll be good. Yeah, I think there will be a little bit of money, but let's hope that, you know, you don't get – you know, you don't get some idiots that buy 20, 20 cartons and then jack up the prices and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not too much of that. Pretty sure Glenn happen. doesn't care. He'd be quite happy for someone to buy 20 <laughs> cartons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, um, yeah, it's going to be big. Um, yeah, and, and then let alone in... the other things you were talking about there, like the two different oh. folio sets, the posters, which I, I feel like you're going to go ahead and get this year so you don't oh. miss out. <laughs> It's like, like seriously, it's probably why one big regret is I've, like I'd finally had the money and I went in there and they'd sold out and I went, you've got to be joking me. And like I messaged, I messaged, oh, I can't remember, it was Glenn or Dudley and I said, have these really sold out for these? And they're like, yeah, 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 we've basically sold them out at Supernova. And I'm just like, so yeah, because mm. last year's sets were amazing. 
Yeah, they were. I I, I um, came away with two sets, and the other one was for um, Robert in Toowoomba. So sorry, Jim, you can't have those ones. But <laughs> um, we, you know, I was really pleased to to come back with those, and two of them are framed and up on the wall, the Chris Paul. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, really, really like them. So yes. Um, not to be missed out on, um, and mm. you know, everyone's going to make decisions because no one yes. has can get everything. Um, so it'll be interesting for each. And of I us. guess the the beauty about knowing about this stuff beforehand, with some rough prices, is that it enables people to make decisions or be able to plan with their budgets mm. and stuff like that as much as you can beforehand. Because there's going to there's yeah. all the other stalls that you're going to find stuff on. Yeah. And, and that's um, why we were so keen to talk yeah. to Glenn and get him on the podcast so that people who are listening um, can have, even even if it is just this five or six days, however quickly we can get this out, a week maybe, to before Supernova to, to, to plan and budget for that. Yes, yes. So um, what would be your one thing that you were excited about uh, this weekend? Oh, it's going to the dinner. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what what makes the dinner so special to you? Um, I I really enjoyed talking to Grange and and the excitement that yeah. he had about um, potentially coming and meeting a bunch of new people and 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 um, I really again I really enjoyed talking to Paul. We've caught up a few times and it'll be a great opportunity to catch up with him again. Um, I, you know I'm looking forward to seeing you, uh, believe it or not, um, <laughs> and having our AGM. You know for for all we talk about, I'm excited to see the cards and I am excited to see mm-hmm. them and I'm excited to see all this. You know we say it every time, but it's it's the opportunity to catch up with people again. Even you know Gary and Chris from Brisbane, who I see more often than than maybe others, but just catch up with them again. Duncan, I haven't seen since last year. Uh, Trevor, David, um, yourself from Perth, people coming from all over Australia. Nick from Tasmania, Luke from South Australia. Um, you know everybody from all corners of Australia converging on Sydney um, and and having the opportunity to just talk Phantom and 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 other things too. But uh, most yes. of <laughs> Yeah, and, and, you know, there's a lot of friendships that get created, a lot of friendships that get um, uh, established. Yeah. And even, you know, there's a, some of the things I love about it, some of the stories that come out of it. Um, like, you know, there's, like, like, still to this day, I get asked if we're all sharing a, a, a shower together again. And I've had to tell a couple of people that no, there's going to be never, no. We should never have published those photos. <laughs> <laughs> I said no, there's not going to be any naked silhouette photos or naked silhouettes this time around. And but it's but the thing is, and we joke, we have fun and stuff. But it's the it's the yeah. stories. And, and uh, look, every and, and every every email that comes out about mm. the Lee Fork dinner reminds us to wear pants, and that goes back to you. <laughs> Not wearing pants one year, so. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I was wearing shorts, so I was wearing something, <laughs> but, but not just pants. not pants. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, uh, but that's all what part of the weekend is. Yeah. Is that it, it is great fun. Um, you know, everyone has fun. Um, if you're ever umming and ahhing, it might be too late to do it this year, but you just have to do it. Yeah. Even if it's just once, even if you can only come to Supernova or, or whatever, and you, you know, some people only come to Supernova. Some Callum last year flew from oh, Perth that was for amazing. the one day. Um, that, yes, 
you know, so, you know, and he still talks about it and he's wrapped and, you know, I think he's coming a lot longer this time. And it it is a, it is, it is amazing Hmm. weekend. We, we joke and we call it a Mecca pilgrimage, but that's what it is. But for us it is. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing They're You know, this is ours. So, and, and look, the fact that people are still listening a good three and a half hours into this podcast suggests it's probably theirs too. So <laughs> if, if you've listened to, to all of this and um, have no plans ever to come to Supernova, I question your podcast choices. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, so we don't want to talk too much. Is there anything else you want to quickly talk about before we do no, the mate, No, no. I'm just so, so excited for... Um, you know, a week from now, we'll be catching up. I'm looking forward to all of the, the recordings that we're going to get together and, and, and produce for people. And uh, from there, we'll get back into the rhythm of things and start talking to fandom creators and, and whatever again. So, yeah, no, mm. looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, happy fandoming. Oh, you okay. Your, your well, before Sorry. we do that, let's do the wrap-up. <laughs> so, as we may have mentioned before, we are a Patreon-supported website. Mm. Uh, so basically, if you want to help us support what we do, so half of the people that you listen to of the creators, we had to call mobile phones, and that's including overseas, and that costs money. Let's just be totally upfront. The website costs money. Hosting these audio costs money. Um, all that type of stuff. It all costs money. Um, and basically, the Patreons help us to be able to do all that type of stuff. So and- as a rule... As a reward, sorry. Just to, just to jump in, it, it doesn't cost us money, I suppose, to spend. We've joked about how long this podcast is, It's but there's much more time than that that is even spent just talking to people and setting up conversations. The, the It's not a dollar cost, but there is a cost with our families in terms of the time that we don't spend. Now, none of the Patreon money goes into our pockets, but, yes. um, you know... <laughs> If if you appreciate at all the amount of time that we have spent in the last literally four days catching up with all of these people, um, you know, mm. just even if you just buy us a beer at the McCure, um, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> you say beer because you know I don't drink it, so you can drink them all. Correct. Um, <laughs> I'll have yours. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, we appreciate people's donations with patreon and as a reward for patreons we've now got two reward levels so if you support us even from as little as a dollar a month basically you get access to a facebook page which we post all of our stuff up before it goes online podcast bombshells like the phantom coming to australia the stuff that glenn talked about all that type of stuff is on the phantom uh on the on the Patreon Facebook page, which you only get access to if you support us on Patreon. The other level is if you support us by more than $5 or more a month, you get access to our Phantom Preservation Project, or P3 for short. Now, what that is is basically it's a huge depository. It's like a a couple of gigs worth of stuff. Mm, There's newsletters, there's videos, there's audio, there's music, there's radio plays there's articles from around the world right at the moment i've got articles um coming from india from norway i've got a i've got someone who sadly passed away i've got their scrapbook full of newspaper articles from around the world that's coming to me 
for the Phantom Preservation Project. So these are all the type of things that you're likely never going to be able to have access. Another big one is uh, the second season of of uh, Phantom 2040. Mm. So all these type of things... Yeah, that's not available f- on DVD anywhere. The, mm. the only place you can... I've looked for it online diligently. Mm. The only place you can find it is in, is in the P3. So all of these type of things is in the Phantom Preservation Project, and you get access to that for $5 a month. So... And that's a huge thank you out. There's, there's, there's about, what is it? There's about 15, 20 fans that support us. And, mm, you know, right. and, and we should say the, the other thing we've started doing is our seasonal giveaway. Um, we're yes. at the, at the start of, I guess, of each season. So we've just done our, our winter giveaway. Um, once every three months, we'll have a prize that is a Patreon exclusive and, um, patrons will get a ticket per dollar per month, I guess, if, yes. if that makes sense. And, to I've in got, the raffle. Yeah. I've got two things sitting next to me as I talk to this, which will be given away coming up, and then we're also going to be picking up some other stuff as well. So, mm. And it's cool stuff as well. Yep. Um, okay, so you can find everything we do, everything we do, whether it's P3, whether it's um, our social media stuff, whether it's our articles with exclusives like The Phantom Coming to Australia, whether it's our podcasts, which we've got over 130 of them, all of that type of stuff is on our website, chroniclechamber.com. Now, this website has been going on for over 10 years, so there's a lot of cool information in there. If you need to email us, if you've got any ideas or you want to help us or you've got something you want to donate to the Phantom Preservation Project or, or whatever it is, there's several ways you can get in touch with us. The most easiest one is probably chroniclechamber at gmail.com. Again, that is chroniclechamber at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us uh, via our Facebook, which is Chronicle Chamber Phantom Fan Page, and there are also administrators of the Phantom Collector Group. You can follow us on Facebook, which we discussed, or at Twitter, which is at Chronicle Tweets, or Instagram, which is at Chronicle Chamber. Those links are all on our website as well. Now, you can listen to us via our website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes or various other apps like Podbean, Player FM, CastBox, Listen Notes, and there's about 20 different other ones that we haven't recognised there as well. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this marathon of a listen, but we thought it was necessary and something special for people to listen to, and we hope you enjoyed it. Um, I Dan? would love to think that there's a bunch of people who are listening, who are listening to this as part of their travel to Sydney. Um, it's now long enough, and I think we might have joked, did we do this on air? I can't even remember now. It's, it's all such a blur. That uh, this will just about get Jermaine from uh, Perth to Sydney <laughs> if he goes via Bali. So Actually, I think we did say that joke with Glenn yeah, only about yes. 20 minutes ago. Podcast time. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> it's been point. a long week. The point is, is that it is a long one, but we wanted to give you something special, and so we, yeah, listen to it in in short grabs if you must. Mm. Dan, looking forward to catching up. Looking yes. forward to everything that comes out of it, and I'm looking forward to this year's story that we can repeat mm. year upon year. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of the Chronicle Chamber AGM. 
trust you to like something boring like that. <laughs> um, until I see you, mate, happy phantoming. Yeah, you too, mate. Happy phantoming. 500 years ago, he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck. And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice and cruelty. And all my sons will follow me, so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. The Phantom! The ghost who walks! The Phantom! Enemies beware, the Phantom's always there, but you won't find the Phantom. He finds you. All right, so if you don't want to wait until the uh, podcast actually comes out, we can tell you the full list of artists that are going to be there if you want, Grange. Wait, do you have a battery? Oh, I hope so. We, Glenn Ford was who we were speaking to just before you. So um, the people who are going to be in the fruit booth are Jamie Johnson, Chewy Chan, Jeremy uh, McPherson, Jason Paulos, Shane Foley, yourself, Oh. Um, Andrew Constant will be around, although he's got his own booth. Antonio Lemos and Paul Mason. Nice. And Glenn Ford, of course. Oh, of course. And then Jeff's in his own booth. Oh, oh. and Jeff Weigel, of course. Yeah. <laughs>